Well, here we are. It's Saturday night and another episode of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing here in Oak Hill, Florida. Around the Oak Table. Around the old Oak Table. And we have the crazy Canadian I'm not rejoining that, I'm not that crazy. Rejoining the cast. Really I'm, just, I'm just a normal guy. You're, you did drive on the floor. Holding right. down the important end of the table. So, folks, if this is the best audio you've heard in a long time, we're all going to have to get together and petition Border Patrol, Immigrations, ICE, whatever ICE, ICE yeah, stands ICE. for, and uh, get Ted his visa so that, uh, unlike this trip, he won't be illegal. Well, mm. uh, Larry, no S illegal. I have my visa. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. No S. No S illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so when you come from Canada, do you have, like, a coyote to, like, pick you up? Um, like when you run across the border, do you have like a Ford Festiva waiting oh. on the other side to like haul ass? <laughs> no, I thought you were talking about a dog sled. Oh, well, well those are huskies, you, right? That's how you get to the border. Well, right, exactly. Right. And I then mean, when you cross. Yeah, wouldn't it look a little bit suspicious, Ted, if you came in across sled. in a dog sled? <laughs> I think that's like the fucking dead giveaway. Right. <laughs> um, Break the stereotype. Like this guy's bro. off his rocker. So, do you know yeah. what? Actually, I've ridden a bike across the border before. Decent. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah, but I have ridden a bike across the border. That and seems like a Canadian yeah. thing, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what is? I, I don't know if you guys do it over here, but there's something that's extremely Red bikes? Canadian. Yeah. No, we no, grew up riding you, bikes. Yeah. Okay, borders. Great. Thank you no. very much. No, there's something that we do at McDonald's called the walk-through drive-through when you're hammered. Have you done oh, that before? They don't allow it here. No, well, no, so, they don't. They won't do it. Yeah. You go to Taco Bell, you're fucked up. Well, so last time that I, I I drove the skiff over the border from Canada into you know coming down to New Smyrna, um, there were people that were doing the uh, walk through border cross, <laughs> <laughs> and and the dude, I mean, it's like literally it's four thirty in the morning. The dude came out of the cabana. <laughs> and like, I don't know at, if they call it a cabana. Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> the cabana the, sounds really little I think it's the border checkpoint. Okay, well, the cabana boy. Yeah. <laughs> the cabana <Poor> boy. <laughs> the cabana boy came out of the um, uh, border checkpoint cabana. I mean, I don't know what, what better way to describe it. It's yeah. literally a fucking cabana. Um, comes out of the cabana and he points to like the seven people that are trying to walk across the border and goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Go back. So the super drunk Canadians like watch this. Well, these We're guys definitely to wanted to go. They definitely wanted to go to Taco Bell, which we don't have in Canada. Oh, what? see, We're luring them in. So I mean, is that is that why all of Taco Bell's marketing is run for the border. Run for the border. <laughs> if we close exactly. uh, all this time, we thought it was like, you know, thought, we thought and, and it was actually, they were marketing to Canadians to well, try to trample and, our fucking yeah. sovereignty. And yeah, people well. that float around the Pacific, people floating around the Atlantic, it's whatever. Live they're just moss, trying to boys. get in, yeah, just to live get a moss. fucking taco. They're just trying to live moss. It's cheap, crazy. Cheap taco. Yeah, I know. Sure. Right? Nacho. You know, I don't think Sam Pedante would last <laughs> a week in Canada because there's no fucking taco Bell. He'd break through. He'd jump. You think? Yeah. Yeah. He'd Tell you what, in. though, there's there's yeah. a lot of places I don't think San Pedante would last a week. In a <laughs> <of surprise. laughs> it doesn't have a lot to do with Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
So, it's Ted, it's great to have you back down here in the old U.S. of A. It's really good to be back. We're one down. We're one down and one up. Yeah. Mark, Mark is... Uh, Mark is in the West. Republic of Texas, which I actually, I believe Project today... Waters. Today yeah. is actually the anniversary of Texas's independence as it a is? republic. Oh. So, uh, from Mexico? From Mexico. Right. And from everybody else, what Texas are, is super weird. It's its own thing. It's the, yeah, why, don't, why don't they just build a wall around Texas and then, you know, problem solved? They're working a, on it. Yeah. They're working on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> They're making America great again down yeah. there. Um, Texas is funny because uh, they build a lot of Toyotas in Texas. Do they? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I got I got it. So I, I got a car like built in quote unquote the United States, but it's still an import. Okay. Um, uh, recent headlines. Um, Ford. Did you guys hear about this mass movement of meth in Ford vehicles manufactured in Mexico? Oh, I did not. Busted. Dude, the RCMP rode in on their horses into the train yard and uncovered a massive meth operation, meth trafficking operation. Beautiful red and red. So what that that tells me is that if the RCMP... Came in with the red coats and their fucking mm. Smokey the Bear hats. They actually only you can prevent. They actually made pressed beautifully pressed the fucking yeah. trip through the U.S. unfucking scathed. So our border it's definitely yeah. is yeah. more like a spaghetti strainer than it is. a border. Yeah. I it saw is. one of those son of a bitches down. So we need to build that US fucking one. wall. Yeah, I was telling one of U.S. one Oak Hill. <laughs> yeah, Mountie sweating like a. Oh. Fucking pig. Yeah. <laughs> wool, all wool, press, nice. Look great. Big brass buttons. Yeah. Oh, man. All look, shined up. The horse was just, looked a little hungry. Was his name <laughs> Dudley? Do right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it, it's actually really good to be back here. And uh, not not just because, you know, I, I haven't seen you guys in a while, but, um, you know, Liar. also I because saw you like two days okay, ago. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I haven't seen Carl. And a week I prior seen to that. Him. Yeah, okay. All right, yes, in Nashville. <laughs> but the rest of the guys, you, you know, it's not just a one man show, Larry. You but know, that's there are true. People Absolutely. Around. It's not about me. But it is fucking 85 degrees here. And like back yeah, home, brutal. it's like five yeah. degrees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look at this face. Look at this sunburn. Yeah. You know, here we go. Only, day. only yeah. person yeah. in Montreal next week with one. Right. Yeah, that's it. No. Everybody else is like wind, wind, burn. Where this sucker come from? Yeah, I want to so, be there. Um, we have uh, also um, another one of our uh, colleagues, yes, who has sat around this table, and that, you know, most esteemed colleagues who will be in Canada coming up soon as well, and he'll feel right at home. Our no. our friend, the careless Ethiopian. Oh, oh, yeah. that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. He's hooked whitey. Yeah, and, and yes, hooked whitey. Where is he? He's going. Um, he's going to Lethbridge, Alberta. Which Alberta. Is, it's really far away. But um, so what Day goes trip. on in Alberta other than other than finding obscure fly fishing? Yeah, let's YouTube talk about legends. let's talk about geography real quick. Um, so it, where would Alberta be north of in the old United States of America? Like above, like, like above the, Dakotas. the Dakotas, correct? Yeah. yeah, Wyoming, Montana, uh, like probably mid, some midway. some of Washington. So it's probably yeah. like a mountainous, rocky region. Very okay. Very. So it's the Rockies. Weirdos, yeah. meth. 
Um, That's we, where they found the Ford meth. You know what? Actually, it's a it's an area that they have a lot of uh, cutthroat trout. Abuse. Yeah, cutthroat trout and substance abuse problems. Maybe oh. cutthroat trout with substance abuse problems. Ah. <laughs> cutthroat people with cutthroat you trout. You can catch a cutthroat trout on a needle. You know, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> over there. <laughs> you know, I, I literally wouldn't put it. I'd put it, that syringe midge on there and uh, swing it underneath yeah. a. I would bet that the cutthroat trout in Alberta are addicted to cocaine just by just, the amount of cocaine that people in the are water. doing, and it is in the water. All flies, no matter if they're midges, San Juans, woolly boogers, get dipped in that floating powder just because it's white. Right, and they just they just chase them. Like, <gasps> yeah. Um, so uh, Alberta is actually really nice. Uh, all jokes aside, I mean. Um, there's, so there's Montana. Yeah, so is Montana. <laughs> Doesn't mean they have any teeth. It's like the nicer Alberta. <laughs> ben, have you tried meth? <laughs> so wasn't it wasn't it Montana or was it Wyoming? The Montana that, meth that was uh, passing around the petition uh, asking Canadians to purchase said state. Uh, that was Montana. Stupid is that? Was that. Montana and. They were trying to sell the state underneath Just that. a bunch of stoners. For like $15 for meth. Yeah, just a bunch of stoners. The whole to do state that. was 15 bucks worth of, worth of glass. It's <laughs> 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 crazy. One, one vial of the good stuff. Whole state. Got to go. Got to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So, uh, Wow, mm-hmm. what? Uh, where, where do you go from there? Like, I don't you, know. You, I don't know. Got, I think we. That's well, that's know, it. Good I night, think, folks. I think, so I'm just saying that Ben was going to feel right at home. I mean, weed's legal in Canada now. Is uh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Colorado, totally Canada, yeah. countrywide. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I mean, I don't know if there's any like border crossing rules. If Ben can bring his stash from home, or like if he'll just go to a dispensary. I think Ben is flying there, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah. because you know. It's faster, number one. Um, Are we double stopped? No, we're good. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, we're no, no. in. Yeah. So um, he, he's flying up there, and uh, I believe he's there across like a weekend. So I would imagine that Canada is much like the United States. It's like the time of the week that everybody is like ready to cut loose, have a good time. Yeah. Do you so, guys do weekends up there or no? It's just a perpetual weekend, seven days okay. a week. Yeah. Seven days a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you have bumper stickers that say, I wish we could work five and fish two. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what's the exchange rate these days? Because the one thing, Ben actually called me and was telling me that he was getting this paid gig to go up and and, and do the whole huge fly fisherman spiel. So if I can make any recommendation. And my question that I forgot to ask him was, hey, dude, I know they're like throwing like massive cash to you to do this, but are, are they giving you Canadian dollars? Pesos? Or like, or is he going to get there and be like, "What the fuck?" The exchange rate. So, um, it, it the U.S. dollar has thirty points on the Canadian dollar yeah. right now. And if if I can make any recommendation, now is the time. If you are an American willing to spend money to go on a vacation, you will save on a sweet ass vacation to Canada um, this summer. Make the trip. 
Um, doesn't have to be fishing related. You could go to a major city and have a good time over a weekend. I mean, you could just, just do like a weekend. It's like literally the, you get a you 30% can, discount on everything that you buy. Yeah. So you could do like a weekend to Montreal to go to as many strip clubs as, as you want. As many strip clubs as yeah. possible, and you're getting a 30% bonus on the number of loonies you can The loony game. The loony game. The 30% now, actually, bonus up front. Actually. <laughs> The loony game is like something that Ben might get to partake so, in, exactly, because right? that is an Alberta particular game. Oh, exactly. So Ben could potentially play the loony game now. It's more, um, you know, they play the loony game in northern Alberta, um, but uh, you know, maybe Ben might get lucky and find a place that he could play the loony game. And if anybody doesn't know what the loony game is, look it up. Look it up. Google the, as Ben <laughs> would say, Google it. Google the Alberta it. loony game, the Alberta Strip Club loony game. Um, so. You're obviously more familiar with uh, Canadian geography than we are. Is he going to be in southern or yeah, mid yeah. or like? No, there's like he won't be in. He's mid. not going to like no, White no, Horse no, or no, anything, no, no, right? No, absolutely. So no. Like uh, the first quarter. Yeah. Canada is actually the second largest country in the world. Fun fact. Um, so, I mean, think about, uh, you know, if you were to drive from the Florida Keys all the way to upstate New York. You know, uh, let's just make that the equivalent. That's how far you drive yeah. to work every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a thirty hour drive to work. <laughs> Ted, glad you could make it in today. <laughs> Thanks for showing right, up. See you tomorrow. We didn't have to prepay you in advance, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> if you drive from the Keys to upstate New York, what? Good for you. That's a fucking. <laughs> it's a lot of podcast is that the, to listen. Is that to. the equivalent of driving deep into Canada? Um, you know what? If you were to drive like from full south to full north, that would be the equivalent. Yeah. So we're as tall. We're the yeah. same tall. Yeah, we're the same yes. tall. Yeah. Canada is just a little bit wider. I believe nice. the United States of America are the third uh, large. It is the third largest country in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Canada. So it would be Russia first. Russia. Negative. No? What's the idea? I China. No, no, China's not first. China's not the first in terms of geographic size, population. Okay. Are, yeah. are, you, are you thinking the former Soviet Union? Russia. Or Russia? Oh, no, no. Yeah. Russia, I believe, is still the largest country in the world. Anyway, we'll Google this. Okay. We'll Google. I'm going to dial it in. Yeah. Carl's our friend. <laughs> Did you know? Oh, dude. I'm glad that that NPR fucking jingle still exists in my head. <laughs> I wonder um, if it exists in real life still. I'm I'm sure it kind of does. We should call El- Elliot Adler and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I mean, this is almost like a, a, a Trump speech. We've got live fact checking going on. Right. <laughs> Snap! <laughs> I'll start tweeting. What the fuck, Carl? What was your search term? Fucking not what, right. What's the biggest yeah. country in the world? I would have guessed China. So China has got a very large landmass, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do believe Russia is the largest country in the world. Oh. I would well, have I would have said yes to that if it, d- Soviet Union would have been guaranteed the largest yeah for 100%, sure for sure one hundred percent those fucking commies pardon me no uh, no, no you're <laughs> you're in America you can literally say this that this is insane 
Okay, go. It's going to pop up. Do yeah. tell. Luxembourg. Okay, so there's this <laughs> kind of Google factoid right. situation above the websites that you find. Right. It says United States, China, Russia, Canada, all as the biggest. So the top, those are the four. No, biggest. no, these are different people's opinion on who's the biggest. Oh, so United <laughs> States, China, Russia, and Canada are all the biggest. We have to read a little farther. Russia. <laughs> like, we gotta read. No, never mind. Here it is. It's Russia. Is it Russia? Okay. <laughs> so when oh, by a lot, by almost double Canada. Okay. All right. Yeah. So when Azerbaijan left, it wasn't a big deal. No, uh, Uzbek, Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan. Goddamn Uzbeks! And uh, what? <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes the Uzbeks, bro. You know what I mean? Chechnya, right. Chechnya, yeah. Okay, Chechies are cool. Damn it! It's it sucks when a Canadian's right. I know. All right, so back to your point, Ted, that you've yeah. probably totally forgotten. Uh, we're number four. United States <laughs> number four. Really? So it's it. What? It, but China's before the United States. Yeah, just a little bit more. Not much. It, it's got to be all that five G like network. Two hectares. It's got to be all that five G network coverage they have. Hey. Oh yeah. Right underneath the United States, Brazil. Yeah, I was going to say Brazil yeah. was pretty yeah, up yeah. there. Um, I think Brazil's population is also very close to that of the United States, if I'm not mistaken. They like doing it. <laughs> Dude, some of them look good too. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Fishing with Louisa. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe actually, Larry, we were watching the other night on TV. I can't believe Captain Jimmy Nelson has a TV show. That was that dude that we were watching on WFN. Yeah, like you guys yeah. were talking about it more. I I, yeah. I wasn't paying that close attention. Yeah. Um do you think TV shows are that big of a deal anymore? No. Because no. there's so many like medias. There's so much going on. Well, like, uh, here's how little of a big deal they are. Um, what what network? WFN. WFN. World so Fishing World Network. World Fishing Network. Oh. So in order to get World Fishing Network, you have to be a subscriber. Uh, and it's like a tier level on purchasing your... So, so WFN, World Fishing Network... Small beans. Very small beans, which I actually saw an article earlier in the week that... Uh, so... So with like something like World Fishing Network or Sportsman's TV, whatever, um, earlier this week, um, I found it ironic that I saw an article from Angling Trade Magazine, which is the AFTA rag about like industry insiders it was actually on their instagram feed saying hey this one group is got this awesome global warming show coming out and tune into whatever weird like off-brand network um yeah that you have to pay for super important message yeah yeah. and i remember that i made i made the comment like this is so fucking important that they're We're putting it charge. on a network, network A that you've got to charge to get, but B, nobody fucking watches. Right. But I'll guarantee you somebody paid them all to do it. I don't understand that. I don't, you know, with, with as many changes as we have, 
So but you'd be better off putting it on YouTube and yeah. monetizing yes. that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Besides, gonna, and if it's something that really needs to get out there, if you really have some kind of message that you're trying to, you know, just tell the people. Um, I mean, for fuck's sake, if you've got like this awesome conservation message, and, I'm not going to put it on pay per view. Well, yeah, you I'm not going to put it on like, pay per view. Yeah, Farthest I mean, from. If it comes to it, I'll steal a bunch of boats and fund it that way, but I want the message out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I want people to have access to the message. Yeah. Send it south. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we're. We're putting stuff on this off-brand cable. Um, it's is kind of weird. Yeah, but you know the the show that Ted's referring to, um, we caught a little glimpse of it, and it is the most horrible content, like painful to watch. Now it wasn't fly fishing related; it yeah. was like gear fishing. Yeah, yeah. But like, if people really are tuning into this. It was it was an embarrassment to watch. Hard hard to make it through it. Yeah, yeah, really really tough to make it through. And I remember, I mean, what was it? Saturday or Sunday morning or something like that. Really early. It probably was maybe early Florida where our Sunshine Network or maybe before that even. There were some decent fishing shows. Pretty decent. I oh mean, yeah, uh, it was. Rick Murphy had his going on. Right. Flip Pallets was still on back then. Spanish, Spanish Fly. Fly was awesome. That was, Spanish Fly was really a I actually the one, just the watched were. the last episode. The Tarpon yeah, Muddy I, Water one. Yeah, 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 I just found Super it on good. I just found it on YouTube. I, I was it's watching one of the, something else and it popped up and I was like, Wow, I've never watched this. I'm gonna watch net, it. I think a network owns them. And it was pretty freaking cool to see that. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I love it. I've seen that probably 20 times at least. Yeah. And I watch it on YouTube because it's one of the only full episodes. I think like a network might have bought them. Okay. And still have, you know, some time with them or whatever because there's you can get clips and parts. Uh-huh. But that's, but the, that's only the only full. full. And I think it's that and the uh, uh, like memorial one uh-huh. it's like a lot of the history the compilation of, of jose and, and the show and like that just like long history but it's not like a regular saturday morning right you know 30 minute or hour whatever it was mm. uh, yeah show. it used to come on espn2 that's what it did yeah yeah and, ESPN2 uh, was really good you had jose and then there was like flip show mm-hmm. walker key chronicle yeah. um there was there were several oh and there oh shit what were some of the Henry Waschek? Yeah, Henry Waschek. It was a uh, Fins and Skins. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Sounds like a, was, uh, a pelagic. He was like a Canadian hockey, hockey player, retired hockey player who golfed and fished. Do you, does anybody remember uh, Beat Charlie Moore? What? Yeah. Uh, I've heard the name. Yeah. 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 Beat Charlie Moore. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking. Yeah. It was great. Like, yeah. so this guy, Charlie Moore, who was from like Boston. Um, he would let people challenge him to, you know, hey, okay, Char- Charlie. hey, Charlie Moore, I bet you you can't catch bass. Like, where the shit, come on down, I'll whip your ass. And Charlie Moore would show up and be like, all right. Yeah. And he'd whip their, like, he was just. I have seen this. Yeah. This is good. This was fun. He's like a yeah. skinny, I want to say redheaded dude. Yeah. It's a fish off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 
So there was another dude, <laughs> super hardcore fisherman guy, battling big tuna and all this kind of stuff. He did some hunting in the channel. Ted. He was like a New Englander. Yeah. So he... And he was really an asshole to really everybody on the fucking boat. Yeah. He Whoa. broke his back. Yes. And has a huge dude carry him around the woods. They can and like and now, now he does like uh, bow hunting, bow hunting yeah. with like a, a, a recurve. Like yeah. A, not, not a compound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. What's that guy's name? I it's can't Ted Nugent. Um, no, it's not Ted Nugent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of like him, less southern, total asshole. Yeah, but and, um, and super Yankee accent. Yeah, I can't remember. It was it I was can't like, either. But fuck, that was being, it, the show was called like being badass with whoever, whoever, <laughs> uh-huh. some like funny name like that. But uh, yeah, that dude, something happened, an accident or something like that, and he can't. Yeah, he's, he's like, pa- paralyzed, like paralyzed like, like, down. Yeah. yeah, that's horrible. But he's like like. He was such a badass. He's no less an asshole, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Well, like, dude, that was part I, I of think the, you'd I mean, be entitled to be an asshole. I mean, like, you get no, this, like, now, Lieutenant Dan motherfucker. Yeah. Like, now. Yeah, he's got no legs. He had legs back then, though. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so now that. But they just that don't this, work. Yeah, like, now that the accident happened, he, like, changed. When his show was out, he just, like, ran around himself. Yeah. He was just a dick, like, a, like, two-legged dick. And uh, <laughs> he... <laughs> He, he diddle. The funny thing is, like, he would be on a, like, no matter what happened, nothing was his fault. And he'd, like, yell at the first mate and, like, fucking, like, it was, it was insane. He would lose a fish insane. on his wasn't own. wasn't accountable. No, no accountability, no accountability for it. Anything for went him. wrong. It was yeah. definitely not him. It was somebody else. But, shit. God, I've, Ted rings a bell for sure. It's like. Okay, we're staying on this way too long. I here. just want to hit Ted. Ted. Ted's a dick. Well, Ted, you know, there's probably like Ted a, McGregor's a dick. <laughs> Ted's been waiting for that part. That, to that joke yeah. isn't coming full circle tonight, Carl. Um, oh, dude. But the TV thing, I, f- I feel it's like it's over. Everybody's Netflix in. You know, I feel like everybody's, everybody's got YouTube a TV show in, now. Boy. I mean, we could have a TV it's show. It's easier. Yeah. It's easier. Than okay, shit. so Silver Kings. Is Silver Kings on YouTube or it is. is it on? It is. It's on YouTube uh, so and TV. YouTube. Yeah. Oh, it is on TV. It's on it TV is on TV. Well. Yeah. It's about the program now. But where, where on TV? Well, so hang it's on a second. On it's on Disco- uh, Discovery, isn't it? No. Yeah, man. I think it used to be. So hang on. A I, I want to say it's on like the Outdoor Channel. Okay, it's, it's something. Yeah, everything these days is all accessibility to content, and uh, content marketing has gotten totally out of whack. And um, you know, people who have TV shows, good for them that they have TV shows and that they have sponsors that are um, you know sustaining and and, and growing you, those shows. Well, no, 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 absolutely. I mean, you know, the, these companies are paying for yeah. that influencer type, uh, you know, experience. And these are mediums. And you were talking about this on, I think, the last show, Larry. I mean, these are these are marketing mediums for companies like that to target their demographic and better grow their products. You know, right. so um, you know, good for people who have network TV shows. World Fishing Network isn't necessarily a network that is. Um, in every household, well, is in every household, or or a majority is, of them, or a majority of them. But um, it also, I mean, the people that have shows on World Fishing Network, it's not the network that's paying for for uh, for that content. It's people paying to put their content on that network. Which 
I heard you guys talking about yeah. that. I wasn't really, I was consumed with something else. So go into that a little bit more. So, so there's two models of TV show, correct. right? Yeah. One is, so let's, let, let's make the example of an infomercial. Let's, let's, let's dial our friend Vince. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Vince We're going to wow. We're going to sham wow. And slap chop. Well, the thing about Slapchop is he took it a little far and Slapchopped his wife a little bit and did a little bit of jail time for it. <laughs> okay, um, no offense, Vince. Uh, who's the other? Who's the other guy? Um, uh, Billy uh, Billy Blanks here. Um, let, let's take our Billy friend, Mays. Billy Mays. Yeah, Billy, Billy Mays, Mays. Billy Mays. Fucking here. rest in peace. Yeah. Yes. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> On a flight out of Tampa, I think. Right. Um. Did so, he go out, fl- flight out of Tampa? They thought a, a bag yeah. fell the over and hit him in the yeah. head. And, and he's giving him. the nod to that one. But it was uh, a... Yeah. It was, uh, must have been a suitcase. No, it was just a heart attack. <laughs> it was uh, cocaine That's right. Cocaine intoxication. Of, of course, of course. So the model is... Uh, <laughs> hey, wait a second. I think this is a part we need to do our sponsor. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine does not sponsor this podcast, Carl. <laughs> Cocaine um, intoxication? <laughs> God. Billy Mays? Billy Mays here. <laughs> 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 um, so one model is the network pays you um, to to uh, host a show or have a show or whatever. And, it's, uh, and that is the traditional model, right? Where the network will... Um, take risks in producing your show in order to generate revenue through sponsorship and the network gets all that sponsorship. Right. So they're going to underwrite the entire production. Yes. And then they're going to have their sales team say, we've got this kick-ass show. You need to advertise in this space. Okay. Correct. The other model is the producer of the television show pays the network to have their show played on the network. And these God, are how gen- shitty does that feel? Well, like it, I made this masterpiece. I will give you yeah. ten thousand dollars <laughs> an episode to play so, it to the public. Let me let me tell That's you terrible. this: so the only upside to that is that you get to to keep every sponsorship dollar that comes and and is advertised on your show. But the only thing is, people. What if it's OxyClean, Orange Go, Kaboom, Zorbies, <laughs> and other cleaning or home base and maintenance products? Well, they certainly don't have Billy Mays as a spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> Or Flex Seal. Billy Mays was actually born William Daryl Mays Jr. So, <laughs> so under the I produce content yeah. and rent the airtime, right. I get to keep any of the revenue that 100% I generate. of it. Yeah. But they, they're still going to have commercial breaks. Are you saying I get to sell the commercial airtime in between two or just the content so, within my show? WFN doesn't really have commercial breaks. They, okay. they, they only have their sponsored content that is that is within their shows. So and if I'm not mistaken, they have like shows that are 22 minutes long with the sponsored content like being looped in. And sure, you know what? WFN will have network sponsorship. Um that they probably make up some time for. 
that network sponsorship doesn't go back to the um, the the creator, the content creator at all. Um, that network sponsorship stays with the, the the network, and 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 the model is exactly the same in the other model, right? So, to have your show on WFN, you have to pay WFN whatever um, you know airtime fee as it would be. And then you get to keep all the sponsorship revenue that you generate. But the upside to sponsors is that the expo- there is what exposure. What you're saying is you get to keep whatever Correct. is left over yeah. of the sponsorship revenue that you didn't spend to get it on TV. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know how sustainable that is, you know, considering that a lot of these hosts have, you know, they're, they're basically influencers on the social media, in, in the social media space. And, you know, they're, they're, they're tapping into their number one partner. They're... They're, um, you know, who they've partnered You're with. You're talking about Rocky Mountain Liquors? What? <laughs> not by the Safeway. Huh? Not by the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to visit Rocky Mountain what Moonshine Liquors. Um, uh, Happy Gilmore, he's like, this foot-long sub endorsement <laughs> 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 by Subway? How do I save my grandma's house? <laughs> right. Make sure to visit uh, uh, Rocky no, but Mountain. The, the only difference Moonshine. is, how do I pay for my next twenty-eight foot center console boat? You know, yeah. and and it's a lot of that is through their 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 sponsors and paid advertising, but it's not a sustainable. But I feel like model. it's it's just now one part of a system, like TVs. Even in my life, TVs a smaller part of this system than a lot of other things. Right. I still read newspapers. Well, physical newspapers yeah. like newspaper like, websites. Like, well, pa- like papier? Physi- physi- uh, physi- pa- you papier talking mache? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, physical Papel. newspapers, and, and most of that, mo- mostly because I fly uh, very often, and airlines will have newspapers that are accessible. So it's, oh. uh, it's easier to stay current and read through all well, the bullshit. current from the night before. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. what I was... The, right. was last exactly week, where last I was week today. Okay, yeah. but how up-to-date do you last have to be today. short of... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. How up-to-date do you have to be short of, like, some... I'll be honest with you. It's it's actually pleasing to know that you read a newspaper at the airport rather than watching CNN, which... How the fuck did CNN take over all the airports? I, I don't know, it's, but it drives me crazy. They have like a deal or something? It's mind-numbing. It, every once in a while, I'll go on. What a marketing deal. Uh, like, yeah. like, hey, yeah. Lynn, we'll put all these TVs in, give you a couple It's got to be something like Just that. Just play our Just podcast dude. 24 hours a day dude. in the shitter. It's not in short. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder if they're an April Vokey's 53-footer. Oh. They probably sponsored the whole build. Yeah, how much do you think it'd cost us to play a 24-hour stream of our show? Of our podcast. Yeah, Yeah. in the the 53-foot splash (laughs) Do you think think she'd let us? She and Carl are pretty tight. Yeah, we're tight. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast power couple. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a IFTD podcast power couple. Gotcha. (laughs) Get it right, Ben. (laughs) I I wasn't there. A lot of different power couples in this world. <laughs> okay. So uh I think we're gonna suddenly take a break because Ted's bored. Oh I know. On. I know. Dude, we're we're at like thirty six minutes right now. Oh, okay. It's Can- pri- it's prime, Canada must be prime, calling. Prime breaking time. We're 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 following Is informa calling? Kind of, uh, 
in Canadian bomb. protocol. <laughs> no, no, no. We, <laughs> so, bomb, bomb, hang on snow. a second. Snow whoa, 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 whoa. Hang yeah. on a second. So for whatever reason, I don't know, like, I, I, look, I've got a pretty good memory, and I can remember yeah. the songs that we've played on this podcast. <laughs> snow has been on there. <laughs> snow has been on there, yeah. right? But sometimes when I'm not around, songs get played over and over again, and, you know, it's like they're, they're used laundry. What do you mean? <laughs> there what? Do we Robert's rule of order? There was a time when the magic iPhone jack was missing, and we had to use my phone. And I'm not real good about remembering what happens between last week and the next week. And I believe we did play two, three, or ten songs. That's really like two. Yeah. Like within a three week period, back yeah. to back. And Larry, I mean he. Y'all just took my phone privileges away. You found the magic iPhone jack. You're like, no, we're not doing this again. Yeah, well, we're um, not. So we're, that was we're, me. We're not for sure. A, we're not an Android crew. In this <laughs> podcast. Like, we can't all be great. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so I actually to to kind of figure out what tunes and shameless plug here. But I curate the Taylor Trash Fly Fishing Podcast mm-hmm. playlist on Spotify, and yeah. you know, I keep that current. It's uh. Why don't you go ahead and let everybody know yeah. how to how to get a hold of that because I don't mm-hmm. think we've ever announced that. We have no, not. No, we have so not. on Spotify. Correct on Spotify. Search for Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, and you will find a playlist that is curated by myself, Ted McGreezy. Do you like? Is there voiceovers? There, there's, there are not. There's uh, not. But there's. Sucks. It's the sickest beats, the best jams. All right. The deepest the cuts. best tunes. Deepest cuts. Deepest. All deep tracks. Thanks, right. for, no thanks s- for tuning in, eh? <laughs> on this. Hey, man. It'd be sick if it was like a radio show. You know, exactly. nobody, and nobody. you were in it. Yeah. Or I was in it. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> we could create our own track and upload it somehow. To spot. I don't know how it works. We, we could. Here, why don't we go out with this? hear my show notes well, i would love to hear your show notes <laughs> but before we get to your show notes wouldn't you guys rather do mail call yes oh do we have mail call we let's do, do mail, have call. mail call yeah <clears throat> okay, okay Carl. you hear that you hear the paper you like, hear the paper 
So, Carl, yeah. when you get the... You want me to read that? No, no, no I'm going to read it. But oh. when you get the cue, uh-huh. you're, I've already opened the box. For yeah. everybody that's worried and listening, this is not going to be like Christmas where right. Carl couldn't open the box. It's already pre-opened. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to do the reveal. So uh, I listened to that one the other day just to relive that terror. Here we have this lovely <laughs> note that was... Uh, was typed placed just so Ever on the so very gently. top of the box <clears throat> says taylor trash crew i hope you enjoy the package with the beer and stickers honestly hope i don't have to explain the stickers meanings the beer is brewed a few miles north of me and the hipster beer snobs say it's the shit i also put you a good beer in the mix you one good one just one good one yeah Your antics and topics keep this river rat amused during the daily grind. At this point, I hope Larry is trolling my Insta feed (laughs) with some insightful thoughts and jabs. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Too blessed to be stressed. I would like to be the first off. I would like to first off apologize for, for referring to you guys in the beginning as trailer trash fly fishing. Fucking rude, bro. Although, in my defense, you do have a logo shaped like a camper trailer popper. That mixed with watching too many episodes of Trailer Park <laughs> Boys, drinking too much. Not Canadian. And, one of us, maybe. 25% and Canadian. dyslexia had me all kinds of fucked up and confused. I'm back on the straight and narrow. My crew and I are Clean doing... Act. My crew and I are doing a Tinkara for Musky video soon. <laughs> Can't wait to hear your conservation theme. Yeah. Utilizing a broken push pole and a honey hole. Decent. We haven't really discussed the actual mechanics, so it may be a fucking disaster. Should be interesting and spiritual. <laughs> spiritual as well. Hashtag story of my life. Still blessed. <laughs> <laughs> No real, no lube, Tenkara. Mm-hmm. So, in closing, you may find it weird to get a type note. Had I handwritten it, you would have had no idea what I'm saying. It would look like a goddamn serial killer wrote it. Tennessee guy, huh? Felt I needed to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up. From Ellis King, the owner of River Tactical Flies. All right. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with... No he can further tie a fly, ado. but he can't write a fucking letter. Yeah, well, you know, damn. Other than, other than, you know, damn. Ben Siddick's kids the same way. So really, he did include. Too young to write, but he can tie. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> empty crushed, crushed, can, crushed of, can of champagne. Yeah, <laughs> champagne. Miller right. High Life. I like one. this guy's style already. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was he pretty had, fucking smoking He had the cold. good beer. <laughs> so the good beer. While writing, while typing his letter. Crushed it, bro. Right. It's down in here. Very well packaged. Mm-hmm. Nice, tight fit. Deep cut. So we, we won't be drinking this tonight because it's not chilled. It's a little room temp. But we'll be enjoying it later. So it'll just be the visual like beer Mardi Gras in a can. Visual mm-hmm. beer review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there is one. Whiskey <laughs> <laughs> peeled. Oh, one. This guy is awesome. Yeah, one of this the guy's awesome. beers out and jammed a Miller oh. High Life. Hold on, we, we've got we've got to do a little <laughs> update to the social media. I feel like this has been tampered with, <laughs> dude. I, I am. 
I've never had a six pack like that before. <laughs> I am all about this guy. Yeah. He oh, knows what's really. Up. All right, so there it is. There's it looks like it's a little uh, cornucopia of. We've got Mystic Mama, an IPA. Is that a guide uh, beer in there, Larry? So it, it is the Miller High Life. It's a guide guide to a beer. guide beer. And we also have uh, Jackie O's Ohio Pale Ale. Oh, what I feel the like that's f- trying to that's, be too nerdy. That's pretty but cool. I, but I'm down. It says it's sustainably crafted with purpose. Huh? With What's purpose? The purpose? Yeah, exactly. That's so, the conservation theme. As I'm sure you're all sitting and wondering, there was a reference to not hoping that we don't have to need an explanation for, for the, the stickers. stickers. And here contained within the box. I was hoping that there's a sticker. This is Carl's a butthole on there. <laughs> is a lot of stickers that I'm slowly getting out of the box. Here we go. It's a stack, dude. Here is uh, Ellis King, the owner of River Tactical Flies, his business card for anybody that wants to put that in their Rolodex. Shameless plug. Mm -hmm. Carl, I want you to announce this sticker. Flatliners do it better. No. Fatliners. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. Fatliners do it better. And there's like a trucker. Gal, she's a full-figured uh, plus-size model. <laughs> plus-size model. And then we have on the fly, or not at all. We have the no bottled water. <laughs> we'll pass those along. And a river tactical flies. Nice. Like Pretty that. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So he made Ellis, reference. I like your style, man. Yeah. He made reference to, uh, you know, some Tenkara fishing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, maybe a little uh, brown, brown eye yeah. brown eye reference too. But right. um, let, let, let me ask you this. So how is, how do you, how is what do Tenkara rods like technically look like? They're telescopic, aren't they? Right. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're telescopic. Yeah. They're telescopic. So you have the, the the rod part of it, but then you know on the butt end, the rod. No pun intended. You know, tell me, describe to me what that looks like. Uh, it's a nutsack. It <laughs> is it a nutsack or is it a butthole? Um, depends who you are. <laughs> isn't it like a like? Isn't there like a weird plastic spool? You well, kind of keep your line on, correct? But it's a it's a weird plastic spool that's got like oh, it's, it's like it's like a little. It's, it's got like a you know you know Tenkara is the new anal, right? Yeah. Ben just whispered to me through like like the whoa, 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 mic whoa, whoa. Is, it looks like. Anyways, you know Ben, you're not the only Ben that exists, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the only one at this table currently. <laughs> Sometimes I get nervous. Mm-hmm. So in addition to the awesome package we got from uh, Galapagos, Ohio, we got a Ohio. a tube, tube, a tube, tube sent from Travis Luther Art. Travis uh, told me up front that there was going to be some artwork in there that goes to me. Just don't want anybody to get jealous. I feel like, all right, I feel like we're all we're all kind of jealous already. But he also okay. sent a ton of stickers. 
and all the stickers. His specialty is he does like the catch and like the oh the photo the, yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 um, what, what do we call that trophy uh, yeah trophy painting. So on a, on a scale of Eric Estrada to Claude Monet, where do these sit? <laughs> Higher than Eric Estrada. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say it's at least an eight-weight chronicle. Right. On a scale of <laughs> Eric Estrada to the Sistine. So, so we have we have the redfish example. I've seen these. Yeah. So he just takes a photo. Yeah. And he repaints it as a you know like in like a fine art piece. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Snook. Dope. That looks like it could be Carl because there's no mustache visible. It's just like a. <laughs> it's either me or. And wow, pretty, look at all these pretty pretty cool tarpon. Look at all these drum Whoa. spots. These are cool, man. Yeah, man. I've legit. seen him on the internet. Too legit. Actually, yeah. I I didn't know his name was Travis Luther. I didn't read that far. I knew his name was Travis. I thought it was Travis Tuttle. But, like, whatever. <laughs> I get it now. You isn't, know? There, isn't there a show or somewhere the guy's like, name is Travis Tuttleman? There's a... The, Thank you, Travis Barker, for hooking us <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> uh, Whoa, look at this is Larry's crazy, man. 19 Holy shit, foot long. Right. Go ahead and grab that brand. side. Let me just spread out your print for you, Larry. You're it's Toucan Sam. Dude, that oh, is, that's, that's, that is pretty rad. awesome. That it's one a day, one Toucan Sam caught a redfish. I remember that. Is that what that is? Yeah, and then there was like a kid there with arms. <laughs> that's wow. pretty crazy. Yeah. That's a that's a nice piece to add to the collection, Larry. Very Absolutely, nice. pretty stoked. Yeah, very nice, Travis. Thanks so much, buddy. You guys ever got a two two can on fly? <laughs> <laughs> Follow your nose. You, you gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta like really strip set those. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, real hard, real hard. mouth and a beak. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so uh, that concludes. Uh, Mail call. So, Carl, what do you got on your show notes, Dude, we're buddy? stickered up. That's, like, my new note. Yeah. We are stickered up. Um, all right. So, we've been talking about off-air, you know, off-cast off here. Um, I've been listening to a lot of big podcasts. Right. In the last probably two or three weeks. Um, wow. One. That's pretty substantial. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, I didn't do I didn't do the last podcast, not la- uh, we last one, yeah, last, last week, last one. yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe th- having maybe a not month. having not been here for the yeah. last one, but you've listened to it, right? Yeah, yeah. How did we do? Decent, decent. Like, I was really surprised. These guys are, you know, some <laughs> of them are comedians and. The of course Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, totally, not, totally not the question that Larry. No, no, asked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really <laughs> jump around, jumping around all over the place. <laughs> These guys are, you I'll know, professional as, entertainers. I'll take that as a solid sucked. <laughs> professional entertainers. I was really, really, really surprised at the end of uh, these shows. I was like, man, that came off a lot like ours. Mm. It's just these guys sitting around talking about whatever they want to talk about. Right. Um, short of, of course, like, you know, don't go to the Safeway 
right. go out by the highway. <laughs> you know, they do a little bit more advertising, like, in the middle of them. Which we would be happy to do advertising within this podcast. Yeah, but they do, like, you know, there's, um, and again, we talked about it earlier, there's, like, a wallet company that really likes podcasters. So everybody's like, oh, check out this wallet. It's the coolest. You put it in your front pocket. It's awesome. But other than that, a lot of them are exactly like this. Some of them will just have a stationary camera in the room and they put it on YouTube, I think just as like another way to listen to it. Right. Instead of, you know, going to SoundCloud or whatever. Um, So even watching some of these podcasts that are as long as or twice as long, or in one case, five times as long as ours. Holy shit. So like a five and a half hour podcast. (laughs) It's almost exactly the same. Halfway through the five and a half hour one, they like, take, take out a, a break. A bo- no, they take out a bottle of liquor and start pouring drinks and grabbing ice and grabbing cups and whatever. And you can hear them, you know, having a drink because it's like, you know, we're sitting around, we're bullshit and we're having a good time. And it's funny to see, I'm really actually mega pleased at the fact that just what podcasting is. Right. It's very mm-hmm. kind of raw, it's very kind of new. Um, it's catching on, but. There's no control of network television or radio or yeah, trying well, there's, out. Or, there's no corporate influence no. that's putting boundaries no. on what you can talk no about. No tryouts. language that you can use. Yeah. Um, I was so There's pumped. no filter. Yeah. And I thought, I thought the big ones might have come from networks or you know production companies or something like that. And I know that they, they have production assistants they have you know they they do sound pretty darn good uh they do have fantastic show notes they do have you know a guy sitting in the room googling stuff as they go like fact checking them look this up look that up look this photo up whatever uh but at the end of the day it's the same thing well it's just dudes shooting the shit and, and you can hear good honest ideas from if it's comedians or fishermen or you know, entertainers or actors or whatever it is, it's very raw, very kind of real, and and I, I really did appreciate like finding that out, right? You're like a new so yeah. so our genre being fly fishing uh, loosely, um, it's a really small audience to begin with. Oh yeah, um, really a sub sub subsection. It's of, very niche. It's very niche. Niche, um, niche. But also Trey Chic. But having said that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you Hohan, know, Hohan agrees. We've, <laughs> we've talked endlessly. We've beaten the dead horse talking about like the curated um, content mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. And while podcasts aren't really social media, it's certainly is something that runs parallel to social media. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's interesting that you said what you noticed was the lack of influence from, like, that network perspective. And I think that a lot of the brands that are out there, whether it's a fly rod manufacturer or a fly reel manufacturer or a cooler company, whatever it might be that's trying to expand their market share in the fly fishing space would be well advised to look at why are podcasts becoming more 
and more popular. Mm -hmm. They're becoming more and more popular because that filter has been removed. The political correct aspect of it has been removed. Right. It's organic. We we have show notes, quote unquote, but truly just just topics to keep us moving along. But we really talk about what we see and what we feel from the heart of what's going on around the sport of fly fishing, our experiences on a daily basis, what we see on social media. And we've told everybody our opinion, not that it matters, but it's our opinion that a lot of it is so contrived and that we're starting to see it so contrived that we're tuning out. And maybe if they looked at the fact that podcasts are becoming more and more popular because we don't have a script, no. We're not like making sure that we're mentioning brand A, B, or C every five minutes. Maybe that'll influence how social media is running to the future. I don't know. And I, you know, it's funny. I feel like at some point, it it's definitely different. There, there are. From what I see on social media versus podcast, completely different right now. However, maybe very, very, very early days of, you know, like photo sharing stuff like Instagram or, you know. MySpace? No, that's all. <laughs> you know. High five? Maybe or Twitter. Yeah, or Friendster. Um, is, that, is High Five like Canadian Friendster? ICQ? I maybe. Grinder. M-I-R-C. <laughs> so there's, you know, the very, it's, I feel like it's, it's very early in podcasting. Oh, for sure. As weird as that sounds, I've, you know, it, as it's been around for a while, I feel like it's growing, but it hasn't been infiltrated quite as much. Right. Yet. I feel like it's still very real, still very fun. There's people just having fun with it and whatever. Um, the ones that I, kind of keyed in on the last couple of weeks were comedians uh, for the most part. And it works for them because they sell shows. Right. You know, they, they sell seats, you know, in, in shows all around the country. Uh, but they just get together with their other comedian buddies. So do they do bullshit they, and just have fun? Do, so they podcast with purpose, right? So you know, it's just this. Comedi- yeah. Comedians for a purpose, just podcasting. Yeah, they just yeah. podcast and, and and bullshit with their buddies and whatever. And and every once in a while, mention, hey, I'm going to be in, uh, you know, uh, Detroit next week. Come out some, to the show. Some people could say comedians for clean humor. Canadians for reasonable dirt. <laughs> reasonably clean, cleaner dirt. Like I'm talking about like terra firma. No, I said comedians, not Canadians. Yeah, Canadians for reasonably cold yeah. ice. <laughs> clean maple syrup. That's actually filtered. probably a very yeah. filtered, filtered, filtered maple yeah. syrup. Yeah, you know. Hey, um, yeah, I was thinking about something kind of funny, maple syrup related. You know, how you, well, there's a lot of humor Everything. in maple syrup. There's a lot of humor in maple syrup. Um, you yeah, tie well, that shit I mean, together with maple syrup, fucking knee slapper. Well, you know, if you if you looking at you're looking at a good. Maple tree, you're looking, you're going, I'd tap that. Right. Man, Ted, how long kind have you been a dirty joke, Ted. Uh, how long have you been a dad? A, yeah. 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 You're, you're getting it. Look, right. Canadians for clean comedy. 
<laughs> Which, I, uh, speaking of, when I was on a road trip with work, I wound up on the dad joke home run. Uh, well, for sure. <laughs> that was a grand, that was a grand <laughs> slam. Yeah, grand salami, baby. <laughs> <laughs> for all the marbles. Yeah. I was on a road trip with work, and I somehow wound up on like the serious XM radio, like the Canadian humor. I didn't know there was a Canadian humor Sirius XM channel. We had like was, ham hybrid bacon stories. And I listened for, like, kept coming back around for about three hours, and there wasn't a single was like comedian a joke. or joke going on. It was just like, it was like, not, like Canadian CNN just over and it's like over. People like, we call it the CBC Canadian Broadcasting Company. <laughs> we call it garbage, but either way, no, the, just uh, people like, just. Ben, you're being so mean. It's like so uncharacteristic. <laughs> no, no, I can. You know, gosh I, darn it. Gosh darn it. You mother truckers. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> Shut the front door. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, uh, shoot. Look, Ben's, Ben's allowed to have an off night, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Just cut loose and hey, screw it. Yeah, just cut uh, loose and say, <laughs> "Fudge it." You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, I, but dude, overall, I like I'm I'm more sure Ben's loosed it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm definitely like happier. I'm happier about the podcast universe, like kind of getting into so, it a little what's bit. You, you, you feel oh like, yeah, you so feel what, like we're doing. Oh man, something somewhat as, right as compared. I mean, if if we weren't, you know, what's your favorite one, Carl? Uh, like aside from ours, I would say ours. Okay, first, second, and third, fourth. Aside from um, ours, <laughs> there's uh, the Tiger Belly podcast. Oh, cool! And then uh, Theo Vaughn has uh, he's another comedian. He has one called This Past Weekend. Okay, which uh, I draw right. a lot of inspiration from. Yeah. yeah, he says a lot of weird kind of colloquialisms. Don't look at our notes. <laughs> we're just trying to get a little idea Yeah, don't get it No, no, don't get ahead of me Alright <laughs> I could be porn on here It could be adult-oriented activities on here <laughs> um, The uh, Yeah, Theo Vonzo is, is really good Because some of it It's solo, some of it So I've, I've been listening to I mean, I listened to a lot of podcasts This, this past weekend? But this past weekend Quite I a bit like. Yeah is that dude, isn't there something really weird about him? I feel like he says shit like that I say on a regular basis. Maybe maybe you say shit that he says on a regular basis. I'm like a month older than he is. Okay. So, <laughs> so it puts it's you mine in, first. Yeah, it's proprietary right. to call. Yeah, he was on road rules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I prefer women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm not gay, but right. <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> Completely different. Um, d- just curiously, have you mm-hmm. guys listened to any other fly fishing podcasts? I not have. Much. I have tried to, and I know. I know we spoke about this. A, right. you, you spoke about this a few episodes ago in in terms of you know how we ranked up against some of the other fly fishing podcast sorry but but you know the the way that those rankings work i don't know how much stock i would put into right we rank here we rank yeah. there um because I, I honestly don't i mean it's 
it's opinion based. Yeah. It's like sure. somebody on a blog has said that. Yeah, most of it to me, fly fishing, uh, YouTube stuff, podcast stuff, a, l- a ton of the uh, like YouTube is just like mauled about it. Um, it's so technical and it's so fucking boring. Well, and that's... I mean, just hurtful. I just can't... I can't follow. I, yeah. Show me the fly. Show me... You know, hey, is it eight weight? Is it a shrimp pattern? Yeah, so let's... Go figure it out. And if I need need, yeah. need technical information, great, but... Well, if, I'll if, be honest with you. I don't think I would ever look to YouTube or a podcast, for that matter, for guidance on how to fish where to fish like i just don't i mean it would have to be such a splinter of information that i'm yeah. looking well, for yeah you've, you've also been fishing a very long time larry and you've been fly fishing for a very long time yeah. fishing you've been fishing fly fisherman yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> no but let, let's actually just stay let's stay on that topic yeah. right now because looking at what a lot of people are doing so i mean you have a lot of people involved in the media game um related to fly fishing who are producing pretty original content and some mm-hmm. pretty cool things but a lot of it is becoming monotonous it's all it's all pretty much the same thing that you're seeing now i mean granted that what we're talking about is somewhat you know instructional related and that's mm-hmm. fine and you have that inherent well, well, knowledge the, larry the, but the, the entertainment portion of like do i go on youtube and watch videos Sure, absolutely. But I'm not doing it because I'm wanting to learn about something. I'm wanting to be entertained. Right. Um, but even that, uh, Ben and I were talking earlier, like you get the gratuitous drone shot. And yeah, you how, know, how many times do you need to see that drone shot? You know, I mean, every single damn video. One every, of our favorite it, videos, one of our, we went to, uh, uh, what, I don't even know what it was called. It was a film festival situation at IFTD. Yeah, it was it year was before last. Yeah, it was year before last yeah. and we were there. And and uh, really nice. It was all set up and Nissan had a booth inside the room. Yep. Beautiful seating and uh uh April Vokey was there. Absolutely rubbed uh, her belly. No, no. It was a year before after. After. Okay. So, okay, okay. So if you rubbed her belly, it, that was pure sexual. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't I didn't rub her belly the year after. <laughs> That'd be wrong. But the uh um It's only good luck the, if she's pregnant. Yeah. There were a <laughs> ton creepy. of creepy otherwise. It's creepy both times. <laughs> yeah. But. And uh but acceptable creepy. It's only as creepy time. as you make it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've rubbed her belly, but more towards the back and a little bit lower. Um, so the i love you april yeah she didn't know i did it or anything oh so it was just kind of like like her like husband sitting next to her she was walking she was walking out and you just kind of like in a crowd of people just kind of like i I really enjoyed rubbing your belly yeah (laughs) (laughs) so every all the films were the exact of course paul puckett played some good music out by the pool before we had a couple cocktails. So, so when we got in there, we had sushi. The sushi was pretty good. Yeah, and well, you got there a little. That begs late, the right? question, though, Carl. That begs the question, like you know, if if everything 
essentially resembled, you know, itself. Everything essentially. Oh, they were. Hold, the same. On, hold on. I think where Carl was going was I believe that the open for uh, for yeah. the uh, the, okay. the Drake Film Awards. That's what it was. Yeah, the Drake the film Drake Film Awards was um, what's his name? Um, who's the uh, the comedy guy that? Uh, Oh, they did have somebody there. Uh, Hank Patterson. Hank Patterson. Hank yeah. Patterson has the the video that's like um, what you need to make the, a fly fishing video. Yes, yes. And, and it, it was it was the perfect fly fishing tr- video trailer or something like that. Yeah. Like, and you're gonna need a drone shot, and you're gonna need you know this, like you're ice th- on the guides, and this and that and that they, and. That. and the crazy part Slow was mo. we were everybody yeah. was howling. Yeah. We were and where then, that took place. And shoot then sixty frames per second. Yeah. And yeah. then every film that followed that was exactly, exactly what he just yeah. called out. Yeah, good. And it was the craziest like juxtaposition of like his joke yeah. and exactly the people he was making fun of in the same yeah. room on the same night. So and it, like that was the only one I cared about. I mean, I can, I can, and and yeah. I can certainly appreciate that, and I can certainly appreciate the, the the talent that goes into capturing and filming a fly fishing video of of that quality and caliber, yeah. high production value. Yeah, and there are certainly people that are doing great, great jobs with with media. Um, you know, whether it be captured uh, still images or video content, but it just all fucking looks the same, right? And, you know, I don't know how many more drone shots that I can look at. And I don't know how many more 60 FPS yeah. captures on, like, you know, a fish release I can look at. And it's like, you know, I, I, we spoke about this before. I want to know more about the journey and, you know, what the sort of après ski is yeah. like rather than, That's something you know, that I want to get to back know, later. Catching and like releasing the, the fish. The journey and, like, the you know, we'll, we'll get back to it later. But there was a – I want to jump back to – very, very early, and this isn't that long ago, but kind of getting into fly fishing and, and, and checking it out. The guy's Moldy Chum yeah. website. Uh-huh. They, you know, and I'm like, oh, fly fishing, man. This is this is top-tier shit, man. I got to see what's up. So I checked out Moldy Chum, and there's a guy in, like, waders out by, like, a, a river, and he's pouring one, like, almost empty beer into another beer. Like consolidating <laughs> shitty beer. And they're like Milwaukee's best or something. <laughs> right. And I was with a, a buddy of mine, and I'm like, is that fucking guy, poor, like, he's not holding a fish or anything. Pretty vet savvy move. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This guy's just like pouring one beer into another. Like, this is really bizarre. But that stands out to me as it's like funny. And it's, well, yeah, he's going to he's gonna walk way down into a river somewhere. He didn't want two beers. He wants one can of beer. Correct, yeah. But it's important that he has that one can yeah. of beer that's full. <laughs> so, like, you know, everything since then has been like, oh, but I'm holding a fish. Consolidated I'm holding my, beer. My yeah. new, like, rod and my new reel and my new this and my new that. And I'm, like, thinking, like, man, really, when, when this all started, I expected this kind of bourgeoisie yeah. thing. And then this yeah. guy's pouring a shitty beer into another shitty beer. You know, it's... It, it, yeah, you know what I mean, and I was like, "All right, lifestyle. right it's on." Lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how important is it to you? Do you think, or or do you even notice? Because I do notice um, whether it's the the fly fishing film tour video, or whether it's a one minute video that's on Instagram, where contained within it, there's the obvious. 
product shot. Yeah. And I could do just as well to recognize that the brand that brought me this content starts off with brought to you by ABC Fly Rod Company, XYZ Reels, blah, 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 blah. And then they go in and they just yeah. tell the story. And if it happens to be in there, and you can tell when it happens to fucking be in there, oh, yeah. but not when it's like, Forced in there. The, the super zoom yeah. to the hand so that you can see the reel. And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. okay, this is a such and such you reel. You know who are the masters of that is loop tackle. They are the absolute masters. Super close so you can see oh, like the yeah. model number on the oh, reel. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. You could you, yeah. you could literally see the grain in the screen that was yeah. screened onto the metal Cause yeah. it's, of it's, the reel. It's, it's gauche. It's just like unnecessary. It's off-putting. I would rather see a great story. But that's product marketing, Larry. But, well, no, let's but, put it this but way, But at though. what point does it stop working? How many people are like me that are like, I don't fucking care about the close-up well, of the me, real. Let me tell you what you're, I... You're, you're, you're just, wasting just, my time. Let's just go to an analogy of, of a flock of sheep. I mean, it is literally you know one sheep following the next, dude. I mean, seriously. What about the ram, though, bro? bro. Is a ram... Ram's a man-sheep. Correct. He sheep. Heap. I just, the, uh, I just I just learned that heap. today. That's why I said that out loud. <laughs> to now, heap. I had to ask Anna on the way here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you how you learned that. I just yeah. I didn't know. Huh. Interesting. I don't got a farm. I don't got a sheep farm. I don't. I don't either. But I was back to podcasts. I was listening. To, I listened to a lot of meat eater podcasts because I'm. Oh no, that's good. That's hunting. a big one. Yeah. So I uh, yeah I didn't listen to it because I don't do the hunting thing. But. But they, I've heard they're they diverge good. so much off of like they're it's yeah. hunting focused. And I would say more hunting focused than us being loosely fly fishing focused, but the humor in it is phenomenal. And but one of the things they were just talking about was being out in uh, Reno for Sheep Show, and <laughs> Sheep Show. Yeah, that's it's a, like that's a Sheep Show. It's all about it's that's all about hunting bighorn sheep, sheep and ram and Mexicana rams and yeah. all these ex, you know cool stuff. But they were talking about Arizona and particularly in their sheep hunting. Um, the way their lottery works and stuff, and it, yeah. they talked about rams a lot. And the, the biggest Wild ram ships. There's, there's more a story about the two guides who have guided the lottery winners the last three years, and and their story was just pretty pretty cool. I don't yeah. want to sit here and talk about sheep all night, but but yeah. Are you right. talking sheep again? Talking sheep. You're talking again. that sheep. You sheep talker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tastes delicious, dude. I've. I've not. I don't know if a lamb is the same as a sheep, dude. Well, lamb, mutton, lamb, lamb, sheep, mutton, ram, sheep, all the same, probably. Mutton. I actually have a uh, lamb steak in mutton. my freezer. Same, same, same. Okay. same, good, good. Yeah, it's all nice. Yeah. Very yeah. good, delicious. Yeah. cooking yeah. in the, the Traeger. Greeks, the Greeks like it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I like that. Speaking yeah. of the Traeger, Kafka. speaking of the Greeks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Moroccans. Yeah, we're gonna this. I like Moroccan Kafka kebab. I don't know what's going on here. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, talking kebabs we're, we're over here, y'all. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna pause the sheep, and uh, <laughs> we are gonna talk about dinner tonight. Sheep shaggers, because Scottish. We've had, we've, <laughs> haggis, <laughs> haggis are broke. Uh, uh, have you ever had haggis, Ben? I am Scottish. What's haggis? Haggis. Oh, it's shoot. like spotted dick. No, it's. It's, I believe, the stomach lining of a sheep. Yeah, it's some Correct. kind of inner with like joint. it's it's like <laughs> you know what it's like it's like sheep stomach boudin or yeah boudin yeah. basically it's, like 
boudin. Okay, so so they're using the sheet as the casing. Correct. Okay. Bourdain. But I believe it's like Anthony Bourdain. Theodore, am I wrong in saying it's actually Edward Ben? But thanks, Eduardo. Am I wrong? Is it Benedict or Benjamin? Benediction, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we should just end on that. Bened- <laughs> Benediction, <laughs> Mike Drop. <laughs> Walks out yeah, door. No, uh, <laughs> no ending song. Just <laughs> the for, so totally experts weird. in Scottish culinary who are listening to this podcast. Experts um, in Scottish <laughs> culinary? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> just, okay. just do it. Like, until no you can offense, eat it. not to sound like a racist. <laughs> Scottish people have sex with sheep. <laughs> Agus. Well, so do New Zealanders. But the fucked up part, so my parents went like my parents I'm not prepared no, for like went for like a like road trip. Scotland road trip, yeah, and pulled over, and they're like, oh, you know, something. <laughs> were they on holiday? They were on holiday, <laughs> and uh, they so were wait, your in parents like a, travel further north than the four? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but not in. His, oh, I'm sorry, travel further north than I four. Yeah, <laughs> you do know that his not, parents are from the old country, right? right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So I'm, no, not in the not in the states though. Uh, abroad, uh, abroad. If they go over the Atlantic, they abroad. Can go, yeah, they go north of yeah. the four, but not on this side. Okay. Um, do they take the QE two? They took the yeah. They took uh, the shut the fuck uh, up. I was just kidding. No, yeah. So they <laughs> they only travel. Um, My grandmother's taking the QE two. Yeah, the yeah. with the uh, British Your grandma Royal is Navy. the QE two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only the like the Navy British Royal Navy. Her, you know HMS. Yeah, whatever. Like the Dauntless. Over. Yeah. Her Majesty's ship. Yeah, and then uh, God but save were, the Queen. They were up in uh, in Scotland, probably in some kind of. Morris Minor, yeah, Jaguar, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, and they pulled over some little restaurant, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna get some grub, whatever." Oh, you know, something, what? something pork or what? or pork chop or yeah. something like that. The fucking thing comes to the table with hair on it. <laughs> that was like one of our like family stories growing up. As there's like wild boar hair on one side, and it's like, called gristle. <laughs> Is that, is that what that is? So you gristle over. You got gristle on your chin. Yes. You gristle on my balls. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Depends. Come Thursday. Come Thursday. <laughs> There's hair on one side. Yeah. I don't feel like you said Scottish culinary. What did you say? Scottish culinary experts. Expert. Well, what what I was get, what I was actually getting at asking is it's I believe nuts. They just eat <laughs> sheep balls raw. Well, they're the best. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> in my family, in my family, it's not when, fair somebody, to fuck sheep. <laughs> when somebody <laughs> said fair to be fair, that. they would be told. The fair is in February. We'll yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> hang on. I, I now have two thoughts that have to get expressed. So, circling back to original thought, so I think what makes the... haggis haggis and is the not kil- only the kilt. is it first, how many yards is a kilt? I don't know. I'm from Dedeen, Florida, sister city to, to Sterling. Nine. Sterling. Sterling, um, Scotland. Okay. Scottish games, like right up the street from my house. Nice. They chucked the. 
Oh, what is it called? They, they throw around like a fucking like telephone pole. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we that's a sport. I say it's what we do. I've never done yeah. It's, it's a sport. It's a feat of strength. My my middle school and high school did the drumming and bagpiping. I want. I've always want to learn how to play bagpipes, but, but I'm asthmatic and I don't think I have the lung capacity to no, do it. No, bagpipes oh. have their own bag. Yeah, they have their a, own lung. It was a like well, a sheep. Doesn't matter. You still got still it or something like that. Yeah. So you blow in and right. you pump up this yeah. disgusting animal stomach on your side, <laughs> and then you jab it, jab it back into your own ribs. Yes. Because you have a bladder of like a pig strapped to your side, and you <laughs> and that's what makes this. That's why it sounds so beautiful. Yes, <laughs> it is a beautiful. It's like sound. a pig yeah. whistle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a pig's butthole. It's <laughs> <laughs> going so far. This was like a quarter of a mile from my house. Uh, yeah, b- my b- whole youth sounded like a pig farting six times. <laughs> Bagpipes are the new once. pig's butthole. Right. Yeah. That should be or whatever the fuck it is. Um, kind of I think what makes haggis haggis is not only is it cooked in the stomach liner. I believe for the rice and grain portion, they actually use the stomach. Acid to cook it. In. It was uh, what they ate before. So, yeah, it's, it's basically. Oh. I think that so, so it's, it's like, like it's stomach content ceviche. Yes, yeah, <laughs> sous vide. Let's um, call it ceviche, Scottish ceviche. <laughs> yes, and then circling back to the uh, sheep testes, um, butthole. Yes, That's like in on the inside. Yeah, you're right. Though. Pretty if much. it, if it cat, cat like went out would into you, the would air, you li- would you like it pre-chewed? Right. Please, uh, <laughs> pre-loafed. No one's ever. If said you get that the haggis. haggis loaf, that's just poop. <laughs> 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 Not wrong. Oh man. I don't know where this. Goes. I don't, I don't know, know where that, it came from or where it's going. But question but, two. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about sheep testicles, but I do know that <laughs> goat testicles are freaking huge. Our sheep testicles. Have we just made it to the, the teabagging yeah. portion? I just learned what a ram was today. <laughs> Why have you not studied the anatomy of it, though, on the way here? I'm 38. Damn. <laughs> 38 years old. I thought a ram was its own whole thing. And they lived in the mountains and, like, Satanists like them. <laughs> So I don't know. The, the, getting back to show notes, yes. You know, um, Ben Ben hooked himself in the ass. That's my next show. Note. Ass hooked Whitey. Ass hooked Ben's Whitey. ass hooked Whitey. Yeah, that was the like that was very bold. That was the feel good film of the year for me. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that should be the <laughs> feature film at the fly fishing film Man, store. Like his, it would have been better than pretty much every video there. Yeah, this is like what I don't know. Eight, six, eight, ten, like movies in for him. Or, oh, it's, I think, I think it's or like whatever. twelve or yeah. so. Yeah. And I'm like, they're, they're really catching catching some traction. I'm yeah, like, man, these are traction, sick, yeah. man. Like I watch yeah. them. Like Monday, I'm like, oh damn, where's the movie at? You know, right? Let's get some good jokes in and stuff. I'm like, hell yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna do this. And I'm like, fucking yeah, right. And he does, dude. He fucking like, owned it. He owned it, man. He stuck it right. He took it to the next level. Yeah, took it to the next level. And then, not to say that he made it weird, but he made it weird. Not in a game. Colin got stuck, and it's like literally (laughs) practiced like the methodology of exactly what he just like you know. But it just proves that he didn't need to jam metal through his own ass. He's because he got the free shot like five minutes later. Yeah, but 
you know, it's it's. I'm one of glad those, he did it. Yeah. I mean, for my entertainment, it's one of those things you don't know. That you don't know that that's going to happen. So I would just wait to the end of the weekend. It's a little, <laughs> a little forced content. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. forced content. Um, I think in a literary class, you would say that it was foreshadowing of what was oh. to come in that story. I bet he's regretting it now that he's got an infection on his ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from all, like, that, the yeah, all that dirty pussy. water down yeah. there. Pussy, so, yeah. salty water. Yeah, salty hole in his ass. She's probably hot <laughs> down there, sweating a little uh, bit. Ooh. Yeah, shit gets weird. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, shit gets green. That flesh-eating bacteria. Uh, <laughs> He's got like gangrene on his ass. His wife's I not mean, touching him for like. I mean, he was yeah. in the he was in the glades, and he was, you know, they've yeah. got severe water quality problems. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was at the um the shindig the uh, the gala the oh, gala the, 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 the maybe they the, would swab it out for him there. Chechnyans for clean nuclear fission reactors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Crappy water for yeah. quacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe they hooked him up. Oh. oh. Like squeezed the, the pus out. Ted, yeah. you you were actually uh, only a matter of uh, days ago um, at the epicenter of the, yeah. the creation of Criminals for Clean Water. Yeah. And... What was your assessment <laughs> of the water quality? Did they hit you up for fifty? There. So actually, um, three fifty. I made I made the comment. Get your we hundred off you. Oh man! Like you this know, guy's Canadian. Hey, you got a hundred? I uh, I donated. I donated to um, to the cause and uh, in in time on the water just to assess the quality of work that these people. Are you talking do. about awareness? You put some awareness into yeah. it. Well, um, you know. Uh, I just really wanted to make sure that the um, chaplains for uh, clean Christian uh, living <laughs> were doing a great job. <laughs> I'm having a hard time coming up with new ones. But you're doing a really good job. I mean, I think chaplains for cr- clean Christian living is a good one. <laughs> good housekeeping. <laughs> Did you raise um, your own awareness? So, you know what? Actually, um, I was uh, that. That was my first time. Larry and I, um, we we'd gone out on in in Southwest Florida, and it was my first time in Southwest Florida having been on the water, uh, and uh, I was actually really impressed with how clean the water was. The clarity, and the clarity of the water mm-hmm. was incredible, and it was as if I were to run the tap at my house, put a glass uh, under, you know, then in, filtered in that, it exactly, filtered right. it, right. and. You know, that's what I was looking at. I could literally see all around me uh, with and without polarized lenses. So So it's just a Florida warm water, warm climate thing that summer and winter. Well, I mean, it's always been a thing. You know, it always has. And and, and it's anywhere. It's offshore. It's inshore. It's whatever. But, you know, you got more natural stuff growing in the water. You've got unnatural stuff growing in the water. You've got whatever. It's just hotter, nastier, you know, whatever. And then come winter, stuff's not growing as fast. Right. So, I mean, it's it, it's my oh, understanding and rain. that and rain. rain washing all this garbage in the water, mm-hmm. whatever it must be. It is the dry season <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. No, and, and, and it's my understanding that yeah. there's, you know, there's there's a lot of other factors that oh, yeah. go into sort of uh, the, the, the purity of the waterway and, and what people are experiencing. But, but anecdotally, yeah. it was probably not the best time for you to have experienced what you experienced yeah. and also 
think about donating to the cause because right. you know, if you were being asked, hold on. We're back. We're and we're back. Hey, hey. and we're back. So, but, if I'm thinking about yeah. donating to the cause, Larry, like you were, yeah, mentioning. you know, this would not be the ideal time to demonstrate the severity of the problem. No, no absolutely not. Sales is but, tough. However, <laughs> sales <laughs> is tough. No, I, on the on the flip side of things, come to the East Coast and fish Mosquito Lagoon, and I can't see, you know, a foot deep. Uh, yeah. Into the waterway, and it is murky. It is muddy. It is it is gross, and it is literally poo water with, mm-hmm. you know, corn kernels. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I I waited in uh the Panita Flat today, uh, which is what you been eating corn uh, near Melbourne, Florida, and mm-hmm. it was dirty as heck. It was by a two foot deep. You you weren't seeing the bottom. Yeah, you know, right. and that's that's something that I I honestly I don't have the time. I would love right. to like have a great week. Sitting with somebody that knows what they're talking about, that can show me figures and sure. you know, how so, much weird but, bacteria is growing where at so what hang time on a and second. why. So let's go. Let let's go from west coast to east coast yeah. here, right? So it's my understanding that um, car manufacturers for clean emissions were uh, on the east coast of Florida advocating for. Um, and Larry, you'd know a little bit more about this uh, because you're a little more apropos to the activities going on in the lagoon. Um, they were advocating for stuff going on in the Mosquito Lagoon area, correct? Um, I, I know there was uh, probably an internet-based TV show that was here in the last week, 10 days, right. that um, had come up to shoot some type of you know docudrama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, about drama mentry about what's going on in the lagoon, right? Um, which it's been going on since uh, about 2011, so you know, about eight years too late, uh, as far as getting on to the problem. But uh, I haven't seen, I, I'd never even heard of that show before, right? Um, I don't know if I'll know when that new episode comes out. Um, and we had a friend that did uh, and, and camera boat stuff for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the interesting thing is probably numbers-wise, there's a whole lot more, what what should we call ourselves, recreational, um, weekend warrior types. Right. Um, just numbers-wise. Um, but we're kind of discounted out of the equation and it's only people who get paid to take someone fishing that apparently really matter when it comes to their opinions and their observations. Not the recreational angle. Not the recreational angler. Well, recreational anglers, let's put it this way. For, For a recreational angler to live in a 25,000 person small town in east central florida right like where i live uh-huh not even beachside right R- close enough to like get to the water quarter of a million bucks a boat gas uh-huh time license boat ramp fees so that person per trip per hour on the water has way more money invested sure Way more. 
and probably a greater interest in what's yeah. going on. Why would you be there? Why would you spend twice the money? Right. When we could be somewhere between here and the next major city going into the middle of the state, you know, from the coast to the middle is more like Orlando. It's a little bit, you know, cosmopolitan, like big, more business, stuff like that. But halfway between here and there are cow fields. All right, fuck it. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Okay. So here's, I could live that here's, way and, here's, and spend here's what's grand going on. And fuck here, it. Here's what's going on. Yeah. Whether it's a group in Southwest Florida or whether it's the group in Southwest Florida that feels like they've saturated that market and it's time to come up and talk about the Indian River Lagoon and Mosquito Lagoon, what they're doing is they're marketing. They're marketing that they are guides. Too they're late. marketing that they are woke to all of the problems, all of the issues in an effort to make sure that their name is out there so that somebody that wants to go experience for me the inshore waters no. that they and or some of their friends are who you need to go with no it's it's fucking marketing no it's Period too late the end because they they the major sales push was not say larry you looking for a pickup truck well i build sports cars i'm going to build sports cars for 20 years and when it's time to market to you i'm going to start building a pickup truck Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about building pickup trucks. You build sports cars. Same thing. These people are marketing elsewhere for a different crowd, for a different estuary, for a different thing. For a diff- And when they run out of money for the sports car buyer, for the other market, then they're up here saying, hey, Larry, oh, but what the, are you looking for? But buddy? they're, they're going to cultivate. Oh, yeah. Because, because let's face it, it's there's a there's a huge contingent of people that haven't been doing things very long. There's a there's a contingent of people that are going to fanboy it. So and they're gonna see that and go, oh man, everybody that was involved in this film, this person, this person, this person are in this area. So that's who I want to go out with. Yeah. So wait, let me let yeah. me ask you this then. You're you're not actually hating on the um, the initiative itself. What no. you're hating on is no. the methodology yeah. and the ethics behind how Absolutely. you're going about it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. No, no. So I mean are, and I said it in the last correct. I said it in the last yeah. episode. Right. I said it in the last episode. Yeah. If it brings some kind of awareness to you know, water quality issues for a greater purpose. Whether it's yeah. whether it's the Everglades, whether it's Southwest Florida or whether it's Mesquite Lagoon, kudos. However, it's not lost on me that a lot of the people that are involved with that messaging right. are doing it for reasons other than just that message. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're creating an identity for themselves in hopes of benefiting financially and also bringing some kind of awareness to that issue. And if you, well, okay. So so convince me otherwise. I'm not, I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise, but, um, um, everybody working, you know, hard to achieve something, whether it's for themselves or some, uh, somebody else, you know, have to, you know, ultimately should be rewarded for the work that they do. You know, I'm not discounting the fact that people certainly need to get paid for what they're doing, but I think, you know, in, in largely what I have questions about is the ethics and, and, and what is this money going to? Because I, all I see on the outside 
is just the galas, the parties, mm-hmm. the marketing initiatives. Mm-hmm. I don't see that's, any that's what of it's, the benefit. That's what it's come the, down the, to it, to me. Correct. It's how yeah. many how many cups can I get in cups? Can I collect that are inscribed with this logo? Right. How many license plates can I sell? And if I knew, if I knew as an individual that all this money coming from all of these tangible products that are being sold to promote this cause right. were actually going into something that was meaningful, yeah. I would support it more favorably. But I've gone and typed in the name of the organization and said, tell me charity rating. Like, you know, how right. how how is this organization yeah, ranked? You got Susan G. Komen, all these big ones. Oh, yeah. You can, they're and all rated. So, you know, or and, they just and, take and So you know what the rating them? is? We can't rate because they don't provide enough information right. about their financials. Right. So, seem, yeah, and, seems and, legit. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, yeah. not where I'm going to write a check to. Right. Well, and, and, and here's where I'm going to actually toot my own horn. Um, it, I yeah, work, you're sweet. You're the best. No, yeah, I, you're so no, no, cool. no, no, but yeah, you're I, so sick. I, I'm very <laughs> fortunate that I, I work with some of the world's leading authorities and associations in their space in the world. It, professionally, that is, yeah, that yeah. is what I do. Yeah. I work with yeah. not-for-profit professional associations, mostly in the medical space, yeah. also in the education space, and I see the way that these organizations run their foundations. Okay, It's sound. They have advisory boards with professionals in those spaces, with leading authorities in the industry, yeah. and they also have people who are tied to the associations, have credentials that reflect knowledge and information. What do you mean? Like fucking real doctors, real scientists, real. Yeah. 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 I'm going to tell you that the the American college of cardiology doesn't have, uh, you know, a boat builder, um, you know, giving giving away, giving away a boat, a a trust fund boat builder with a fucking, yeah. A beach chair strapped in the side of it. So, yeah. (laughs) Right on. You know, I I (laughs) I don't mean anything by it. I Go went team. to school in something yeah. totally different than what I do now, but it's actually something that is very Sexy relative. Dancing. Yeah, very relative to what we're actually talking about. I I studied in um, environment video. In, in, in environment, oh, and urban mm-hmm. planning, and um, so I mean, for me to kind of pay attention to these things, very low key. You know, I I enjoy reading and I enjoy. Uh, learning more about these organizations and what benefit they bring to their local, um, you know, environment, local estuaries and, you know, local communities of uh, people that participate in, you know, or, or enjoy these mm-hmm. actual spaces. Um, and it, I have, I certainly have a lot of questions and a lot of questions that are left unanswered. And while, you know, I'm sure that, you know, organizations don't have all the answers to all the questions. And I can certainly respect that, you know, there has to be a direction that is conveyed to your audience and what your target audience is in, 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 in how you initiate growth and phases of growth and be able to work with local municipalities or local governments to help facilitate those opportunities and to be able to bring in sponsors that help, um, facilitate and grow those opportunities as well. And in turn generate revenues, whether it be through donations and sponsorships, so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, the purpose has to be, you know, what the organization stands for, right? Right. Like a greater purpose. So what I've, what I've noticed about a lot of these, 
you know, kind of cool new whatevers is you can buy a hat, you can buy a cup, yeah. you can go to the gala and and oh look at everybody that's here and look at everybody that's supporting. It's a C and B scene type <clears throat> of atmosphere. Right. <clears throat> what and, is the and, and honestly there's a certain level of shaming. Have you seen me? There's, <laughs> right. there's exactly yeah. There's a yeah. certain <laughs> level of shaming right. uh, that goes on if you're not a true believer in the new faith. No, I'm, I'm with it. And you know, I'm beyond that. I'm old enough where I'm like, you know, yeah, hey, I'm not going to apologize for being a critical thinker and saying, hey, wait a second, the guys that are doing this have a beneficial business interest in what's going on. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, but they're also the same people that when agencies that are responsible for protecting the areas where they do their work say, Hey, we have a problem here. Um, so we're going to ask everybody that benefits financially from utilizing this resource, pay more in order to utilize this resource mm-hmm. In a commercial fashion, they're the first ones that cry and whine and bitch right. and moan about this possible increase in fee structure. And as a business owner myself, when I hear what the fee structure is, and they're complaining that they're paying $250 a year in rent to utilize this venue... I'm astonished. I'm like, how so, in the fuck does your business model work correct. if they're talking about doubling or tripling a $250 fee? And so very quickly, then all of a sudden it becomes, well, this place is in crisis. You guys have right. mismanaged it. We're forming this new group because you guys suck. Mm-hmm. And who? They, they who thro- sucks? Uh, yeah. Name them. They throw the bombs. Right. And, and you talked about this three or two, three episodes, uh, episodes ago where we just had an election. Ron DeSantis shows up, right? He's very contrarian. Um, he, he's like started with a clean slate and he's doing some stuff to shake things up. But like one of the things that he did was he fired everybody on the South Florida water management district said, get the fuck out. Yeah. And now he's rebuilding the South water, South Florida water management district. One commissioner at a time, and I've heard of some of the people that are being offered positions on this board. Right. And they're not being offered those positions by the governor. They're being offered those positions from members of the 501c3 that helped get him elected. Uh, and it's like, wait a second. I thought Big Sugar was bad because <clears throat> they rewarded people for supporting their car. Right. You know, so, and, and I'm not picking sides one way or the other. I really hope that people understand that the problem with the Everglades is a massive problem that's been created over 60 to 80 to 100 years, whatever it is, from when the dikes were built to mitigate people dying from flooding Mm -hmm. from hurricane events. Mm -hmm. It's 1930s technology that's failing that's causing people to say, hey, in order to make sure that these dikes don't breach and we flood all of West Palm Beach and Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Palm Beach County. We're going to send water to the East Coast and the West Coast, not because we want to, because we fucking have to. Now, yeah. And and then, you know, we do want to restore the flow to the glades because we do understand it now. 
But instead of saying, okay, well, let's work together and figure out how to make this happen faster, I'm just going to call you an asshole, a cocksucker, you know, you don't know what you're doing, which kind of has dissipated because there's been a change in administration. Mm -hmm. But now I'm starting to be concerned with the change of administration is coming these offers of stacking these boards with people that are quote unquote insiders, but just insiders from the opposite side of the aisle. It's, it's, it's going to, it's going to be very fun to watch this play out Mm -hmm. because it's, it's honestly a power struggle. Oh yeah. Um, The people that felt like they weren't in power and weren't getting what they wanted now suddenly feel like they are in power and they could get what they want. And I'm just wondering where the environment fits into that. Right. Right, that's and that, what I'm that's wondering. the thing is I've I haven't seen and I've had this conversation again the last week for sure. Where is the boat that goes around? I remember in Southeast Florida, all the canals and all the you know because it's it was pretty wet a pretty wet place. Right, a lot of canals, freshwater, saltwater, you know, spillways, all that kind of stuff. There was a shit ton of garbage in them. Uh-huh. Because it just blows off the street. Sure. Or, you know, whatever. When it rains, it washes everything down. I've never seen the guy with the dip net, the boat that goes around and gets it, the, you know, anybody doing anything. Right. There's no garbage man with a garbage truck picking up garbage, putting it in, bringing it to a recycling facility. There's no, there's no actual action. And that's my, like, major problem with it. Right. Action might be who's running. Southwest Florida management, sure, great. But there wasn't action before. Why would there be action now? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no people. The And we were talking about the, there's a clothing company or whatever that plants, like, mangroves. And I thought that was really cool because there is an, a physical action associated with what they're doing and what their, like, message is. So, like, what is your action? I'm not with that, like, awareness shit anymore. Right. And, we know. And right now, you know, it's, is it good enough to just post pictures that you got a flight up to D.C. and you met with a few people? Is that good enough? What, what are the, what was about to happen or what wasn't happening that you've affected a change that wasn't already coming? Right. Who knows that wasn't. Yeah, in the works already, whatever this shit takes time. Having the opportunity to speak to an audience about your initiative doesn't necessarily mean anything's being done. Correct. You know, know, like, hey, we want something better. Okay. How are we going to do it? What are we going to do? Where are we meeting with shovels? Where are we meeting with, you know, to pick up garbage? You know, whatever it is. Where are we meeting to clean up this problem? Right. Oh, a $300 plate gala? Should I bring my checkbook? Well, no, but that's a great means to 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 uh, raise money to, to raise help money. Your initiative yeah. if you actually have an initiative that is doing something right. But like, where's this? Yeah. Where's this? You know, everybody that's wearing a captain's for clean water hat. Where do where do they all meet? Where does what what happens? Maybe hanging out at the captains for clean water club. Well, it kind of like it also the legion. It's like, like maybe tre- they go to the legion and they just hang like, out like a treehouse or some shit. Yeah, maybe rope swing shit. And, and at what point? You know, you're right, Ted. There's a certain amount of fundraising that has to happen to get your message out. Right. But then, 
at what point does the entity just become a fundraiser? That's that's it and that's all. It's about marketing and fundraising to yeah. sustain itself so that a core group of people have their salaries for managing and doing the fundraising. A few people get some cool trips where they get to go, whether it's called a scholarship or whatever, they, they're going to go on an all-expenses-paid trip to go bone fishing somewhere um, because just, the I'm organization just... is doing it to market to get more people interested that would possibly join, which costs money. They're going to buy a hat. They're going to buy a cup. I would be curious. I'm gonna, I would be curious yeah. to see, and and just and perhaps, I, I'm, I'm not calling them out, but I would be curious to see the books to see. Oh, yeah. Sort you know, I would be curious to know how their first audit goes from the oh, government. Yeah. You know, being under that 501c3 yeah. status because and it it's going to happen one way one day. Yeah. And, um, you know, ultimately, I just, you know, where where is all the money that they're raising? Where is that going to? Yeah. You know, I, I would like to know. Right. You know, and, and as far as I know, it, it, it's just been what I've seen online. It's just been their trips to D.C. Yeah. or their, you know, marketing efforts. Looks, or, it looks you know, great. It does. It yeah. does. But, right. you know, I mean, what what is the actual purpose of the organization? Because other than just the visual aspect of it, I don't know anything about it. But I'll admit, like, I'm a little bit of a simpleton. I'm like, okay, so you guys got all this money together and we're aware and you want to make a change. Okay, now change. You know what I mean? Like it just—it's like an A to B for me, and there—I'm I'm sure there's a lot more that goes into it. There's right. maybe something that I don't right. understand about it, and I'll—you know—I'll admit that. Like, ah, uh, you know, maybe we're waiting for something. Maybe there's something so, else going on. But let me know. I mean, you yeah. look like you're just raising money, raising money, okay, raising money, so raising money for what? I don't want to come across yeah. as a hypocrite, so I'll be the first to admit that I've been vocal about what's been going on with the water quality in Mosquito Lagoon. For a while now, um, I haven't gone out and formed a, a, a nonprofit. I haven't been raising money. I you get six figures up out of that. Uh, you can, Damn. Um, but I also try to temper my displeasure with what I see in the natural environment, right? And the the water quality issues that have happened, yeah. I try to temper it with understanding that a lot of what's going on here locally in Mosquito Lagoon was a direct result of an event that Mother Nature created. And once it happened and we saw the degradation of the water quality... There are a number of factors, yes. I've, I've long had conversations with people like Billy Rodney... Um, with Elliot Adler, I talked to him about it. Um, it. It's been troubling. I love the lagoon. I love the lagoon I used to know. Um, I still love the lagoon that we have today. But I look at it, and I've often said, just like I've said to those two guys that I mentioned, sometimes you have to take a step back and say, are my expectations really grounded in my perception right. of what I want to happen or is it something that I just need to understand that mother nature will heal itself to an extent because mother nature really created 
what's going on in the lagoon. Now there was a, there was help. There is man-made influence. There was yeah. there was help, but the catalyst for what happened, and I, I've, I've Billy and I have had this conversation plenty of times. There's there's a very similar um, estuary uh, in Texas to to what we have here in Florida. And they went through the exact same thing with the exact same catalyst, which is a very severe, very quick um, manifestation of a cold weather event that killed a lot of fish. As a result of that dead biomass decaying, you have this massive release of all these nutrients, which throws the whole place out of balance. Yeah. Well, it takes time for Mother Nature to filter it back out and to get back on its feet. Right. But it does come back. Yeah. So I've always said to Billy, it's going to heal itself. And for as bad as it is today, it's probably a great thing that it happened because it did bring attention to, like you're saying, the man-made influences, not not the, the cause, but the influences of whether it's... Poo water. Poo water or whether it's runoff from stormwater from streets and and all that because we are we're human beings we we create byproducts we have all this pollution and maybe it brought out some kind of awareness and it it, like it it pisses me off all the time my neighbor next door sprays shit on his lawn two to three times a month there's a damn sign in his yard right now that says don't fucking walk in the yard or you're gonna get poisoned i don't know if i haven't seen that not seen that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they were here two days ago. We saw it when, when they were doing the application. And I was like, God, what, what is the fucking infatuation with this perfect lawn? Because we are, we're, I mean, if you, if I really wound up and threw, I could probably get a ball to the lagoon from oh, where we yeah. are right now. Yeah. And I wish that people would dial it back a little bit. So, yeah, is there a man made influence? There's a, there's a component of it. But the cause was, in 2010, we had the freeze that killed a shit ton of fish. Right. And that's what started feeding the algae. And the algae and, and all the micro and macro algaes got fucking out of whack. But I'll be honest with you, we've had a pretty warm winter. And I believe that, from what I've seen anecdotally, not scientific, I see us turning a corner. Yeah, but but we're at that point years down the road where we should be seeing that corner. Yeah, we're right. we're so eight we, point something years later. Because here, here's yeah. the thing: so during the winter um, here in the lagoon, it's normal to see the grass die back. Yeah, okay, because that's why we have winter. The sun's yeah. not as bright. You know, the uh-huh. days aren't as long. And I remember even when it was. The, the best of times that during the winter time things would go from being lush green emerald flats to a little bit more sparse and that's what we're still seeing but over the last few winters we've seen this boom and bust cycle during the summers nasty shitty water during the winter it would go back to clear because it's a function of water temperature but what we would also see is this massive amount of this macro algae and i wish billy was here because he could tell you exactly what species mm-hmm. they look like tumbleweeds or these red tumbleweeds yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. we didn't get the red tumbleweeds this winter 
at all, but we did get the clear water. So we had the temperature drop, most of everything dropped out. And the way Billy explained to me is like during the summer, there's one type of algae like blooms and it's consuming all of those nutrients. But as soon as the temperature gets to a point where that can't thrive, when it goes away, this macro algae, that tumbleweed stuff, it's able to thrive because now it can get a hold of those nutrients. And we're not seeing that this winter. Yeah. So I'm saying, are we, have we finally got to the point where we've processed enough of that naturally out mm-hmm. of the environment and we're starting to turn a corner? This summer will tell us whether we have or we haven't. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. I, we we you know this is this is a topic and this has been a hot, very hot topic over the course of the last few months, especially sure. with this podcast and just sort of not not the negligent uh, or not the negligence of uh, CFCW you know in 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 Central Florida, um, but honestly. I hope that these conversations and and conversations that other people are having mm-hmm. actually challenge that organization to 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 do better for other areas mm-hmm. and not necessarily just Florida because there's so much more in the southeast of the United States and in North America in general that that is going on that you know an initiative like that could actually benefit. And and, and I'll be honest and, with you to to and not to interrupt you but to no, to no, to buttress your point if we're completely in the wrong about our perception for your organization and one of your supporters or board members or spokespersons happens to hear this podcast and is, you're sitting there right now and you're fuming that we're denigrating your cause, you might want to open chair. There's you, one right there you, with a the microphone you, sitting at it. Exactly. Right. But you also yeah. might want to reassess what your messaging is because it's being lost on us. And if it's being lost on us, how many other people are, is it being lost on? I feel like we're pretty like astute. I feel like, like as a group sitting at this table here where we pay as much attention as we can to <clears throat> fishing stuff and, and you water know what? stuff, Florida stuff, for, it, for you know, as, whatever it is, as astute as we might be. I also think we're pretty fucking average. And, yeah. and that's what's missing yeah. from their equation is how to relate to the average guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have a pocket full of cash. I don't go out and hire a captain to go out and, and fish. Mm-hmm. I do it on my own. But it's no less important, this environment, to me than it is to somebody that makes their living mm-hmm. on the water. Mm-hmm. And I don't need captain in front of my name to be a stakeholder in what's going on. And the sooner others realize that being more inclusive will probably get more people involved in a positive manner, the better off their organization and, more importantly, our environment mm-hmm. is going to be. You know, I think another thing that we should do, I think we kind of owe it to ourselves, is uh, Billy. Should Billy on one night? Yeah, we need to have Billy back in for sure. I mean, bring a blankie. Uh-huh. Because he will start with some scientific talk that will put you too bad. <laughs> but it's real. A, he's for real. Yeah. I mean, he knows his shit, man. He shit. knows it inside now. Oh yeah. He's he is. You're gonna have to put like a like a little jingle bell or something. He's what I would call invested. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He, for sure. You know, he's a smart dude, and he it. knows his shit, and he pays a lot of attention to it, and he can rattle off. And and, and he's very involved. Very, he's very a, involved. He's a, he's a captain. He's a, he's a yeah. member of the Indian River Lagoon Council Citizen Advisory Board. Mm-hmm. So not only does he spend a lot of time learning about this stuff and knowing about it, he's actively advocating on your behalf, my behalf, mm-hmm. Ben's behalf. Yeah, Ted's behalf mm-hmm. to make sure this is a better place and that we don't lose it. Well, I don't really count. I'm Canadian. Right. Yeah, but you're you're but here. You enough. fish. Some maple syrup's like and it's the same. You're a guest stakeholder, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know let me, the and then we have uh, oh goodness, we had another guy, friend of ours. I can't remember who it was. Posted about like another potential. Troll pole paddle zone or something going on. Yeah, John Turcott made yeah, some yeah, kind yeah. of real John fucking. Uh, what, yeah. what is it? What's what does Shannon call it? Manual uh, the zone. Facebook when you're when you're nebulous on Facebook, uh, vague book. Oh, vague book. Yeah, there was yeah. a very vague book. Yeah. Uh, you know, manually uh, manually propelled yeah. watercraft only. Yeah, yeah. Coming but up, the, I, I can't get behind that. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. We have troll poles. Yeah, there's troll poles everywhere. Yeah, I mean, as long as yeah. as long as it's not exclusively 100, percent you yeah. know. Uh, f- I mean, if this place turns into the land of the kayak of the kayak, it's not a good thing. No. Well, I think you know what what that's trying to address is the number of jet skis that you know go zooming across a flat. Um, well, know. jet skis are already prohibited from. Well, federal no, waters. But, okay, but people still run them. I mean, like I saw some asshole running donuts on his jet ski, like on a flat, like just outside a river breeze. I mean, right? Like you, you dickhead. Seriously, um, <laughs> no. But like, like literally, he was yeah. making wake. So he yeah, would, yeah. he would he would run ten circles, make like this massive wake and this massive wave, and jump buddy's asshole friend would like gun it across the flat <laughs> and, and jump the waves like i mean seriously this is a good plan yeah. they're working together at least yeah <laughs> a couple couple bros working Teamwork together makes the dream work yeah yeah, yeah. so we're, we're we're right at about two hours right now let's and do a break are we that far in let's do a right. break. well let's do a break and All then right. we'll come back and yeah. uh you can you can talk about the hunt for Red October. Oh, man. The hunt for Red October. Shotgun Willie sits around in his underwear. Biting on a bullet, pulling out all of his hair. If you ain't got nothing to say You can't make a record If you ain't got nothing to say You can't play music If you don't know nothing to play A shotgun Willie sits around in his underwear Biting on a bullet and pulling out all of his hair Got all of his family 
one, two, three, four, five. That's it. Or not? Is that not two too many? Oh, just supposed to go to three. Testing one, two, three. I've, Ted like did this thing like three, two, one. Okay, we're recording. And then what do I do? <laughs> do, the, do I have just, a countdown or do, just do I just talking. go? Oh, you just start talking. Just go. Yeah, just go. So, Ben, super proud of you for jamming a hook into your own ass. Yeah, I'm gonna put a check mark okay. in my notes. Check. Check out Huge Fly Fisherman YouTube. Yeah, and I think uh, he's got another one since. I think, I think he's got a. I think he's got a website up now, right? Oh, I know. I know. Uh, I don't know that he does, but I believe that he does. And I know he's got merch merchandising coming up. Like Ma- there, I saw, I saw a little tease of a T-shirt that has the fly Huge Fly Fisherman logo on it. Oh, yeah, I like that. Do you think we're going to get like pro staff consideration? I hope we. Or we I hope he said this is an application or, or, at least. Or are we going to have to like pay full boat? No, I'm. I'm gonna wait by the mailbox. Okay. For an application, <laughs> meant to fill out how many like in on paper and and like pencil. How many followers? How many followers? And like if I'm a. Uh, oh, what's the new tagline of, of of people on social media? Influencer. Yeah. If if, if I am or would like to be an influencer. You know, and uh, maybe he'll consider you know, us after I think, that point. I think an, a brand ambassador has like kind of fallen by the wayside. You're no longer yeah. a brand. You have to be a a, a content uh, right. creator, content creator slash influencer. Now, yeah, it's no longer good enough to be a, an ambassador. Like, if, yeah. So maybe Ben, if you're listening, we could do. If the, we could, the dishes are getting washed. Did you, they did are. you start the dishwasher? Or it, was was on, it was on, on delay. It's it was on delay. delay. So yeah. on delay. That's actually just the sounds of the ocean and the beach in the background. <laughs> that's if you right. hear that. Yeah. Is that is that a conch shell that we've just put on the microphone? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yes. is. That's you can a, hear the, the ocean. Fifth mic, the fifth mic. We just jam a conch shell on top. Thanks for the contribution, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, is that you? Sounds of the Ocean by Mark. (laughs) Which actually, you know, Mark is actually at a national um, Project Healing Waters. uh, Project Healing Waters. um, Getting uh, up to speed on some of their new programs, how they're adjusting the program to uh, be more inclusive and get more veterans involved which is pretty awesome can't wait to hear how that goes yeah um one of the keynote speakers that uh he'll be able to report back uh was rob fordyce just awesome sea hunter yeah yeah he's very you know he's connected he's big is he a vet no no he is not so the he is a volunteer though yeah which is cool yeah i mean it's the coolest yeah so i remember mark talking about some, you know, kind of like a Tennessee things. volunteer, not not just a volunteer for that organization. Oh, like Go Vols? Yeah, like yeah. Go Vols. Yeah. He played Pokemon, baseball Pokemon there. Yeah, he was the catcher. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, he was a catcher. Was he really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When I was in school there, Spurs he was in school face. there. Yeah. Did um, he wear the face mask thing or no? I'm sure Couldn't he did. Seem like it. I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, uh, I remember some some kind of initiatives they were talking about a few weeks ago, and it was. Uh, they got a lot going on, man. Yeah, it for sure. Like it's it's kind of growing and doing what it needs to do. Um, I had another note I wanted to touch on real quick. I know we're 
burning the candle at both ends tonight. I like it. Yeah. Um, something I've been thinking about as I have a lot of time, you know, to myself. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, transportation. Like, the fly fishing community seems like a group that is in a lot of places. You know, going out west, there's a lot of dudes that, you know, guys here that, I don't know, fish the Keys or, or fish around here or whatever, go to Louisiana, go out to Montana, you know, trout and whatever. So there's a lot of dudes, or go to Mexico and all this kind of stuff. You boys like Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get in there. Um, the... Uh, what about so do you just fly commercially? Yes. Or do you a friend of the show, young lady who I think is a vet. Uh-huh. Um letters of promise. Yes. Letters of promise. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So she does a lot of traveling with the with like the a airstream. Yeah. Yeah. And she will go somewhere and it's you know kind of more about the journey and and doing the travel and and she does a lot of fishing in a lot of different places. She fishes here. She fishes here That's to there to where she's going. I yeah. think she's from here, right? She no. is. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of out west, a lot of trout stuff, whatever. Hold on. I have her address. Yeah. Let me give that out. Yeah. Do you have her social? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> we're not, so we're not that good friends. Okay. Um, I'll call her for it. Uh, ben, say her phone number uh, for the listeners. 8675309. But... <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's something in that kind of... Jenny is going to be pissed. Super, super pissed. Um, But the, like, mode of transportation. We were thinking a lot about that. And, you know, in in this kind of quick age of everybody's working too much and, you know, kids in school and blah, 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 blah. I would love nothing more... Then you want to fly some like weird clap that old plane somewhere? It's probably your thing because you like the planes. No, I, oh for sure. If, yeah. if budget wasn't a concern, I would definitely have Zipping a plane. Zipping around in some weird plane to like not weird plane, not weird plane, just some like, old clapped out shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it runs on like kerosene. Oh, if it was run on kerosene, it'd be turbine. That would be fucking yeah, really awesome. Really yeah. awesome. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I'd be probably more of a. Uh, Avgas kind of mm-hmm. airplane guy, mm-hmm. but Volkswagen uh, engine. You know, there there's uh, <laughs> quite a few airplanes that use oh, uh, yeah. Volkswagen mm-hmm. engines. Um, For believe the it or not, mm-hmm. but uh, no, I would love to do like uh, Crystal Murray and her husband have uh, Gomez, oh, van. the van. Gomez, yeah, the van. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I would love to have like a Sprinter um, outfitted so that I could travel. Still be able to hook the the skiff behind it. And That's something it. I thought about about the camper thing. That yeah. would be so That's awesome. Been, yeah, it's been my biggest holdback. A little bit of a holdback and struggle is that. So I'm, I've got some vintage campers that I'm remodeling with my parents, but then I'm also planning on building this teardrop, and I'm kind of using the teardrop for like out west hunting trips, or fishing trips. And I thought about it a lot with some of these other cool places. We're like. I should do this and or right. or this RV. Like, okay, I got to pull a vehicle behind an RV, but I can't triple tow a boat behind my truck. Right. And well, if I, when I get my outlaw, like, right, man, I want to go fish with it in some cool places. And now you're you're down to okay. So now, what are my other housing well, that's, options? That's that's why I'm like the van thing. Right? Yeah. You know, like it would be really cool to have like 
There's that some cool sprinter style van. They they like, make one now that's actually like kitted out as a camper instead of like you modifying it yourself. Right. Oh yeah, there's a few companies that have picked it up. A Winnebago sure, has yeah. one that looks like this pervade. It looks yeah. bad. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, that was something that was and even if going to the Bahamas, I think it would be really fun to take a big boat over. Yeah. Like a trawler. Tow, yeah, and tow yeah. boats over and make it a little bit more of an experience or you know, for a lot of other stuff, hitting the road, you know, doing road trips, that kind of stuff versus, I mean, how much time does anybody have? A lot of times we're jumping on commercial flight or whatever and running to wherever we need to be, I, doing what we got to do and get home. I sit down here at the boat ramp or on the dock mm-hmm. and every time a trawler goes by, this got davits on the back of it. I'm like, I can fit my boat on there. It will do my it. My 16 would hang there. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, and, and legit, I would love to be, like, one of those people that's, like, chug, 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 yeah, chug, yeah. chug, 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 you know, yeah. five knots. You're not going anywhere fast, but you yeah. know what? I don't have anywhere to be. Right. Yeah. And as I'm going along and there's nowhere to be, if somewhere looks kind of interesting, I'm like, hey, we're going to pull over to the side out of the hey, channel yeah. here, drop the, ch- yeah. you know, drop the chain and... uh deploy the skiff and, and hang out off. for a few days yeah because there's been plenty of places where in just driving around for colder it gets the further south we go right yep. yeah and just driving around for like work or whatever and just screwing around i'm like man i wish i had more than four and a half minutes here yeah and a and a canoe or a you know half the time even a you know something to fish with right you know i don't i, I don't really bring everything everywhere but i'm like Man, if you know, if I had a little bit more time, this would be cool. Okay, so for for as much as we make fun of like rod vaults, mm-hmm. if I had like a hookup on a rod vault, I would totally put it on my truck mm-hmm. because I already have the the rack oh, racks, yeah. the rack system. Yeah. So it's like if I could just put that on there because there's plenty of times when I'm working, which many people think I don't do. <laughs> um, but when I'm I mean, working, the fucking jury's still out. There's, there's ponds. There's, yeah. you know, I, I I've got time where I can be like, ooh, that looks like you know, and and I wish that I had, because I, I'm not one to take the rod apart and take the reel off and like have it in the truck yeah, and then right. have to put it together. Like, there's too many. St- but if I had a rod and reel that were together all the time in that truck, right. I would fish a hell of a Turn lot out. more in some really fucking odd places. Yeah. But those odd places that I've seen as I'm traveling, some I'm like fish and bass. Yeah. And well, yeah, yeah. All that. Like I, I really in an ideal setup, I would like like a just for like a Florida thing, not serious like long road trips, but like a Volkswagen sand rail with a like a Riversmith uh-huh. vault right across the top so yeah, you yeah. have those rods and you could tow a boat somewhere cool and yeah yeah camp in a chiki and just take your minimums with you but that was something i just thought about it's like it's like man you hear a lot about and in ben's youtube videos you know four piece rod put it in your rod tubes like don't be a dick just get on the commercial flight and go where you go to any of you guys follow nomadic engineering yeah yeah uh, he's a he's from new smyrna yeah from, well originally yeah. i think he's from oregon yeah, he, he literally. I think he, I don't know if he lives in it, but he's got a yellow Volkswagen. Orange, isn't it orange? Uh, yeah. I'm or pretty sure. It's I'm like not going. It's like Ke- a, am I going Kevin Finn here? Yeah. Did I get the color wrong? It's grayish. <laughs> no, it's like a light gray. It's it's like, like a the, light gray with a black. It's like the deep yellow, like the Taylor Popper hat, the yellow one. It's kind of like that bright but darker yellow. It's uh. 
Okay. I've seen mm-hmm. it in person. Okay. Hmm. So anyway, he and I have been chatting like yeah. on, on the DMs. and stuff. Yeah. 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 So he actually like is just like right up the street from us, like South Edgewater. All right. So um, uh, I think he actually picked up Willie Lee's old. Um, he did. Well, when I say Willie Lee's old, I apologize, Willie Lee. Um, I know that old to your boat means one year old. Right. But one, he picked up. Months. Yeah. He picked up Willie's last skiff. Okay. Um, but like he's got a pretty rad setup, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the with the Volkswagen bus and uh, not but, getting anywhere fast. Not getting but anywhere fast. He's there. got another yeah, car because oh. he's got. I, I first met him fishing Patillo Creek. Okay, I was coming. I had, was borrowed my buddy's boat, and I fished and was coming out. And there's this car like parked way close on the road, and he left room to get by, and I got by, and I noticed he had a rod vault on top. Yeah, I was like, wait. What? He ain't from around here. He ain't from around here. That's right. exactly what I thought. Right. I like, Where's this guy from? Get your banjo out? Uh, no. Um, and he didn't have his. And so I pull up, <laughs> and he's fly fishing with the, I mean. That's how I figure people out a lot of nice times. Li- like, banjos. That, that chain of road is um, really tight brush on each side. He's throwing tight loops real fast, just kissing over the tree line, but leaving enough room for that angle to punch it out there. Um, I don't remember if he jumped a tarpon as I was pulling Where's up. Where's Patillo? What is that? Um, if you go out that way toward the Mosquito Lagoon, um, uh-huh. toward uh, turn it into the wildlife refuge, I don't know what the road is. Um, but if you go... Oh, it's on the I Indian River that. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah you go to... That, yeah. You know that I giant know like, radar golf ball is? Yeah, yeah. Just north of it, there's a road to... If you're going south, it's going to be on the right. I've been on the other side of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he pulls up, and I happen to... i just gotten the first run. If you were Spanish, you'd call it Patillo Creek. Yeah. Yes. Patillo Creek. <laughs> the, uh... Right. I just got the first run of Ben Siddig's huge fly fisherman stickers, and I had some. I, popped. I was like, hey, man, just wanted to give you this and, like, talk to him for oh, a Oh, you were minutes. nice about it? You didn't, like, just jam it on his... Well, he was fishing right by his car. I don't want to be like... Wah, wah, boom. Yeah. That's how you get shot in Florida. But the uh, I didn't tell Ted that. Like we were sitting at the boat ramp a couple days he ago. Just, Ted Jam went and, on like an eighty thousand dollar land yeah. cruiser. And he's like, Hey, you got, you got any you what got any dick. stickers? And I was like, Shit, yeah, I got some of those stickers. So I reach in the center console and give Ted the sticker. And Ted Ted goes over and puts the sticker on the on the Lexus SUV and uh <laughs> he takes it off and does it a second time, like, you know. Yeah. Um stand your stand your ground laws, you know, right. weren't challenging enough. He did yeah. it mm-hmm. two times. Work the first time. Fuck it. <laughs> I didn't get the Instagram shot. That that's well, why. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do it. I mean, do the it, whole purpose the was to do it for the gram. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's a he's a super cool dude. Nice guy. I don't remember. I, how I forget what. I, I mean, he's an engineer, but he. Uh, I forget. There's like a specific. He's probably at NASA field. or something. Or no, 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 no. He uh, travels all the time. Hence the hmm. nomadic engineer in his, yeah, yeah, in his yeah. name. But he like he spends time out in. Uh, some of the western states and in the middle of the country. I wonder he if like shoots he back around. Could maybe NASCAR. I don't. I don't know. He. Uh, Do, is he doing it for Dale? You think or no? Nah. Doing it for that I four fame. Yeah. Oh, maybe he's engineering the <laughs> the ultimate. <laughs> oh, he might be shoot. engineering ultimate I four the what? new project. I did. I did extend an invite that if he wanted to come down, since he lives so fucking close, mm-hmm. and sit in with I didn't us. See him. So, so maybe we'll get to. Uh, hear I didn't some, see him. Hear some of his uh, travels yeah. and he, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he he'd be he'd be a fun guest. 
So, uh, Ted, tell me, Larry. Ab- tell me about the uh, <laughs> Larry. tell me about Larry's. the the fish that you saw in the past couple of days. The fish or the the well, there the, were the, there, the fish there plural. Were, there were Moab. there were a couple of different species of fish that we saw. Yeah. Um, we saw manatees too. We did. Oh, yeah, those are marine yeah. mammals. Screw them. Yeah, um, actually, not fish. <laughs> no, not fish. Um, Southwest Florida, mm-hmm. Naples. Um, actually, Fort Myers, right? Yeah, ish. Give or take. Ish. Give or take that area. Um, Southwest Florida. It's yeah. like Sanibel Captiva, right? Yeah, Southwest area. Florida. Yeah. yeah. So you and I met up. Um, I'd flown in. I have a conference in town in Orlando, and I decided to huck it all the way over three hours. And you should have taken state. a Winnebago little day trip. Have, yeah, little. You know, I could have been like cousin Eddie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> save the, the ass for me, Clark. And much <laughs> shitters full. <laughs> much, much like your. Uh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> much like your one of your previous. On the road, professionally sneaking in a little fly fishing trip. Yeah, you arrived after everybody else in the house was asleep. We left the door open. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Let to yourself your, uh, in. Yeah, very similar to the experience that I had over at uh, the careless Ethiopian's place. You know, yeah. where he entrusted my entry into his house at a very late hour. That's why I got a dog at my house. Yeah, keep them fucking Canadians out. Yeah, I don't <laughs> fuck with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you and I had met in uh, Southwest Florida, and um, we uh, leave the garage open for your ass. Yeah, that's it. We headed over to the boat <laughs> ramp pretty early in the morning. I was pretty surprised because uh, yeah. you said that you wanted to, you know, spend you know a nice relaxing morning, just kind of doing Larry things. I was like, all right, cool, no problem. But doing uh, Larry things. <laughs> what? Well, it, even even doing Larry even things. more troublesome was originally. I was being very insistent that we were going to go to a spring training baseball game and then fish the afternoon and ted seemed very opposed to that idea definitely not like, is there hockey no, around no, there no, 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 no. so i was like, is I was, there any hockey around excited. there no, 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 no i was excited so i i, I reevaluated the amount of time oh, in driving just and, play it up no, no 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 <laughs> we 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 really would have ended up spending more time driving back and forth to get the skiff to go to the game, then go fish. What's that other shit they do up there? That with the ball curling like, highlight? No, the one oh. you kinda fucking. Are you talking about lacrosse? Yeah, lacrosse. Oh, You're lacrosse, probably in lacrosse. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 they don't I, have lacrosse down there. They do up there. They it, actually no, lacrosse is the national sport of Canada. I know, but not national sport of Fort Myers. Was no. okay. So what was it? The was it the Iroquois? Tribe that that yeah. originated it's the Iroquois, Iro- Iroquois nation, yeah. Iroquois, yeah. I thought it was Iroquois. So yeah. Iroquois, yeah. <laughs> so racist. Iroquois bow. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, so you didn't play lacrosse, but you did go fishing in Southwest Florida. I did, yeah. Um, you and I went fishing in Southwest Florida. We did, yeah, and where we saw very clean water, very um, clear we water. We validated CFCWs. Efforts, their commitment to the environment yeah. there is definitely drastically improved the water quality there. And we, we certainly saw some fish. So there were <laughs> it was the awareness, <laughs> some Oprah Winfrey um, shit. You know what I mean? Like I mean the water the water actually appeared worthy of being put into a Yeti cup. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, we did see some fish on that little trip, um, and uh, actually some really nice fish too. Um, I think we saw some torpedo style redfish that were really really nice in the thirty plus category. Talking about big daddies. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 30, thirty plus category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look like when you see them, you're like, "There's no way that's a redfish. What yeah. is that? Yeah. Holy red shit! Dolphin. That is that is yeah. a redfish. <laughs> so red, red manatee. Yeah. So right. You know, with with respect, we split um, bow and stern. Yeah. Um, you 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 pulled first, and we didn't uh-huh. really see any fish in that first uh, mile or so. Yeah, and then uh, we cut across the other side, the leeward side, uh-huh. and um, then I pulled. Had you. a left-handed shoreline then. Correct. Yeah, I pulled you, mm-hmm. and that's when we started seeing fish. And um, I feel like that was a really backhanded no like, no no really not at all creepy. No, no, no. like no that's cool when i started pulling we started seeing fish but the, it's cool that i was on the back or whatever that's fine no, no, yeah no, it's, it's cool yeah. i was i was really excited no, it's cool that i had the pull and you well, you know, that, oh, that's cool i thought it was i thought it was kind of a little bit like he didn't really want to do it because it's it he did make the offer he was like hey you want me to pull for a little bit and i was like yeah you yeah. know that'll that'll be great and then he like does this like 15 20 minute long business phone call uh, and i'm like oh yeah, is this the passive aggressive way of like yeah. like sending the message that That's you what don't I was want yeah. and, and, you know yeah, yeah. absolutely we yeah. were both on phone calls man come on yeah. <laughs> dude you were trying to take care of your He's shit like also. hi this is ted <laughs> <laughs> thanks for calling this is ted hey so, so no we so, we actually yeah. um you know ted ted took over on the polling platform and uh you know whether it's um, Ted's presence um, or or lack of presence uh, <laughs> as we're as we're pulling down the shoreline, we're like well established. Total lack of respect on the part oh, of man. this gentleman in a kayak. Ted allows a kayak to pass us and cut in on the shoreline in front of us. No, that's a negative. Uh, Hang uh, on. He was like 200 yards ahead of us. Mm-hmm. He like literally beelined it for the shoreline and was like looking at us proactively trying to get as many casts in on his fly rod as he possibly could before we got there. Yeah. Like literally like staring at us in the eyes, like Ooh. eyes connected, throwing all the casts that he possibly could. That's when a bitch gets fought on the West Coast. Tie on a well, lead eye dumbbell uh-huh. and be like, Oh my bad. Yeah. That's when you have you have so, to have one spinning rod on the boat. So Larry and I had this lead on there. <laughs> Larry and I had discussed, you know, burning it over to the guy so yeah, that you we got could it give outboard. him a piece yeah. of mind. Yeah. Well, we, that was one option, but you know, I pulled down and we finally get there and Buddy's wife shows up and we just kind of figured like this guy was just totally oblivious to his total mm-hmm. lack of self awareness. Yeah, yeah. And etiquette. Mm-hmm. But he um he actually swinger. Like his wife in the bushes or something. She was on her own kayak. Oh, so uh, after Sport, after tight broad after the plastic right. hatch dissipated, um, they got out of the way in uh, maybe another thousand yards. Yeah, you know, twenty five hundred yards past it, we actually saw a fucking stud of a redfish. Yeah. Like thirty plus category, yeah, yeah, and uh, torpedo. 
managed to uh, not catch that one, and then we saw a couple of <laughs> scared the fuck out of that one. A couple, you know, well, couple of more. So that, that fish, that fish managed to get under a mangrove. And Actually, that fish yeah. did turn and follow the fly. It did, yeah. It 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 went under a mangrove. We we gave it some time. Um, we spotted it coming out. Uh, you threw a couple other casts at it, and it did turn. Yeah, yeah, it did turn and follow yeah. the fly, and then gave the yeah fuck off. Mm-hmm. And uh, every cast after that, it was just like fly would hit the water, and the fish would just turn away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it. super clear water, so there was no like you know no doubt that it saw the fly. It just didn't want to be around the fly. Right. right. And uh, we saw a couple more. Uh, so am I am I mistaken in also thinking that you had a fly on that wasn't sinking? Yeah. And, so okay. Yeah. So when Ted was on his phone call, um, I had just taken the bow, and <laughs> because he was on the phone call, it like gave me time. It, it, it probably wasn't even a phone call. He's just talking on the phone or whatever. So it gave me time phone to wrong rig around. up the rod that I wanted to fish, and I tied on a little bit of new tippet, um, anticipating that we might see a snook. I went with you know a bite tippet. And I picked the fly that I, uh, you know, tied on. Use number snook. It was a, it was a, it was a grape jelly. Uh, I mean, like, what's your tippet size number? Yeah, snook axe. Yeah, snook yeah. axe. Yeah. And when I threw it in the water the first time, it didn't sink very much. I was like, uh. sometimes you got to spit on it. And well, and I, so I, I thought to myself, I said, "Well, as soon as it gets wet, no, it'll, yeah. it'll it'll sink a little bit better." Just slide right in. And then I was just fucking lazy. I knew better than to keep that, but I was just fucking lazy. I yeah. just tied one fucking knot. Yeah. I did not want to tie two. Right. So I stuck with it. Well, I'm a firm believer that had I made a better fly selection, I would have probably fared better with something. with those. Yeah. Uh, three redfish that did not eat that too floaty of a fucking fly. Yeah. So we, 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 we powered on, uh, until we hit a, an epic plastic hatch on the other side of the bay. And, uh, we idled out and took off pretty lively, like kayak rental community. Oh yeah. There's definitely a lively kayak yeah, community. in that in that like area. If you get by that causeway, what's that causeway? It goes that that like uh, Sanibel and and Captiva and all that. The Sanibel Captiva Causeway. Is that what they call it? <laughs> that ain't it, is it? No, fuck out of here. I don't know. But it, it's like nineteen dollars toll. Yeah, it's like that, nine yeah, bucks. Yeah, nine yeah, bucks yeah. to go across. That right in that kind of area, there's a lot of kind of out of town. There's a lot of charter boats. You have to have shit. a lot of white privilege to get on that. Oh island. yeah. <laughs> So uh, you have to yell at them. We uh, we, we moved back and uh, because we changed direction, I was like, "Hey, Ted, you hop up because it's going to be a right-handed shoreline." And we maybe ten minutes headed down that shoreline, I saw a fucking massive snook. You couldn't even find the words to describe where it was. I was I was trying because past experience of trying to point out which mangrove it was in front of. I was like, okay, that's not going to work. And there was this big dead tree that was sticking out above the mangrove. So I was trying to articulate to Ted, do you see the dead tree? Do you see the dead tree? He's like, the, and he points. I'm like, no, 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 no. The big dead tree above the fucking mangroves. Mm -hmm. And he finally points at it. By that point, 
the snook had started moving, which in my mind, I was like, fuck, it knows we're here. And so then every then other you're time, like, hang on, every other time that I'd fished with Larry, he'd always given me the time. He'd like, yeah, dude, yeah. like 10 o'clock, o'clock right yeah, there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he starts like picking out like branches and this, that, and the well, other. And it's the like, leaf, well, the look, other leaf. You idiot. Yeah. Look at <laughs> Well, you know, uh, a clock. Look at where the cloud is. A clock <laughs> position in that, like, we, we were going to a specific spot. Yes. Not a specific, like, you I, know. Okay. You know, so I wanted you to see the fish. So, and you didn't see it at first, but then I was it, trying to find the dead tree. Okay, well, you finally did. <laughs> and clocks are different. And you said, you said, "Okay, I've seen it. I see it. I see where you're talking about." And I said, "Okay, the fish just moved out. See that pothole? Yeah. yeah, I do. It just moved out of that pothole, moving left." And then you said, "Ah, oh, oh, fuck, I see it." Yeah. And then I and then we're the like, fish. "Okay," yeah. and I was like, "Fucking do what you got to do. Make it happen, Captain." So. You got three or four casts on it. Yep. And it just was one of those deals where everybody knows a big snook, a snook that big. Once it knows you there, it's a pretty low proposition on closing the deal. But it was pretty fucking cool to see a snook that fucking I mean, it was ginormous. Forty inch at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah. And 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 that was definitely probably the first time that I'd seen a snook of that size. Yeah, um, and and we'd seen some smaller snook. Yeah, yeah, we did actually right before that. A couple shots, uh-huh. um, but that was it was certainly impressive. And he did turn at the fly, had a clouser minnow on, and uh, yeah, craft for a clouser. Yeah, man. No, it was, uh, it was certainly a great experience, and I would definitely recommend heading to Southwest Florida again if we get the chance. So yeah, for sure. So. Um, Great having you in town this week. Oh man, I'm glad was... you're able to come over and do a little casting of pods with us. <laughs> and uh, some casting. Your uh, your future is uh, a cold one. You're uh, going to be fishing with Doggy Daddy. What in a week or two? Yeah, that's the plan. The old uh, Pierre Marquette River, and uh, that takes place. That's in, in uh, Michigan, right? Yeah, Michigan. Is oh, that Michoacan? Michoacan. Yeah. Oh, different. Yeah, Hohan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm heading out to uh, Michigan to fish with uh, Mike and his buddies. Cool. Uh, in a few weeks. And, um, you know, I, to, to be honest, I asked him, I said, hey, did you ask any of the other guys if they wanted to go? And he goes, no, it's too cold for them. And then, you know, I know you got upset, Larry, and you sent me that picture of you trekking through, you know, four feet of snow <laughs> trying to get to a river and stream. Yeah, like, um, too cold. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I've been tying my uh, jelly belly flies on mm-hmm. size 10s, you know, just trying to make sure I get the right flavors mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, for steelhead, hoping I don't get any sort of fart-flavored jelly beans in there or anything like that. That would suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't tied anything. So, Car- Carl, what <laughs> just about you? Just let him go. Just, 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 just show up and be like, hey, what are, we, what are we doing? What are we throwing yeah. today? Yeah. Carl, you just sit in the neighborhood ponds. What do you What do you got? Ponding. I did a little ponding. A little, little yeah. pond hopping. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. It's been all right. Nothing fantastic, but uh, at like two and a half minutes at a time, I'm all right with it. Nice. You know? Ben, uh, what's the snook situation down your way? Snook situation, it's you got me, Jones, and um, so two two situations. Um, there's a waiting dock by Grant that I've pulled 
a couple 27-inch snook off of on the fly, which has been pretty fun. But it's been... It's just starting to get warm enough to entertain the idea that they'll be there. But there's another flat... I can't say too much or I'll Closer get Closer to the inlet? No. Uh, between my house and here. Okay. And I fished the shoreline one time with Noah Miller. And we jumped a couple... Tar- well, he jumped a couple tarpon. Um, now you, you asked me earlier um, if my friend Eric had caught any fish right and i guess i'll go ahead and confess now that eric doesn't really exist in the sphere of coming to visit florida that okay. was my way of getting your spots and you did a great job of outlining all the different places <laughs> that we should fish. my pleasure mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my only question is that mystery number that was in that group text whose phone number was that no, that was Eric. Nice, um, but the whole time, the, burn, the whole time, the phone. whole time you're like giving all these spots. I was like, "Why didn't I think of this years ago?" Right. I'll just have like well, out of town friends that need help. And you he, know? here's what my thought process was: Larry's taking me to his spots. If Larry decides he's going to make the trek down to my neck of the woods and fish it, so be it. Let's get a burner phone. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the uh, there was a. It was a 20-some inch snook last time I fished this one flat I want to go to. And it was accompanied by a snook that made that thing look like a pygmy. And it, its nose like was Like a sticking. pygmy, like a, like a human? Yeah, like, like a, it was about a, like about a, a little four people, foot long a little, snook. A small it person? Was fat. It pygmy, was long. Pygmy person or pygmy one, rattler? You're, you're killing me. Like a black um, person? No, I did not say that. I Midget? Said, yes. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> just let him get it out, Carl. <laughs> um, it, like well, little black. Okay, the pygmy tribes I have met, yes, they are a little dark, um, but I was going off of size mostly. Like, it just you're making my hyperbole look real bad right now. Um, so. It's just a huge snook like that, and there's a there's an awestruckness that happens when you see one. Absolutely, and, it's yeah. like you forget that you're fishing for a moment. Yeah, you're like, and you should be getting in the game, but you're too you're busy like, oh, gawking. You're, there's you're one rolling. Ooh. It's like <laughs> you're you too busy be, gawking. You, you really are rolling into the game, but you're rolling. You're like moonwalking backward out of it, yeah. and you're trying to be cool, but <laughs> it ain't working. You're like the and, governor of Virginia. Here's moonwalking the fuck back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this thing was, its nose was four inches from the mangrove line, pointed into the mangroves, and we sat there for 10 minutes waiting for this thing to move so I could get a shot. Mm-hmm. And finally, yeah. he's like, man, you're just going to have to lay it out there, and what happens, happens. Yeah, he's waiting for, like, lizards to fall in or something weird. Yeah. Spooked out hard. And there's a, and then in, the O'Galley River, there's been some nice snook stacking. Well, it's been a few couple months, but they were stacked up like Santa's sleigh, just two, 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 and they. But they're so smart, they, they just don't. And Man, they they know they're stacked up like Santa's you, you reindeer. Can't, you can't not a sing sleigh. that. You can't sing Santa. I can't music even blame it on too. drinking, man. <laughs> I'm just tired music the, uh, and the yes. names of the things. The names of the yeah. Uh, Favorite things. All right. yeah. These are a few. But yeah, so that's that's my plan. If I if Donner I get some free time, well, no, my, I'm not fishing that this weekend. I'll be in uh, Utah. That's right. And I 
my plan, I'm not 100% sure I'm waiting on Remick. If you listen to this before I get out there, you need to you need to write me back, buddy. We're getting close. And midges. Um, and go fish with him all. somewhere for different trout, but I don't cool. exactly know the game plan there. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think uh, it's pretty late. It's pretty late. <laughs> yeah. we Respect to the pygmies out there, though. <laughs> I didn't. What? I didn't mean uh, anything bad. They're by, they're by Clark Field in the Philippines. Yeah. Papua New are Guinea they, represent. Are they listening or no? Yeah, maybe. I doubt it. It's on we'll Coconut fu- Cast. We'll fuck them then. Coconut <laughs> Cast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think uh, for a little housekeeping here, um, we're going to call this one episode 21 mm-hmm. in uh, Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. Uh, episode 21, we will see you guys again soon. Probably when Mark's back in town, gather back around the old oak table. Mm-hmm. And until then, everybody, you know what to do. Stay huge. Well, it was way high up inside repeats where the yellow pines go tall. Rusty Tiggs and Sandy Sam had a round up camp last fall. They had their ponies and their running lions, a baby, a dog or two. And they allowed to brand every lop-eared calf to come within their view. Yeah. Well, many a lop-eared dog, he didn't hush up by day. He had his long ears whittled and his old hide scorched in the most artistic way. That's his rusty jigs to Sandy Sam as he throwed his seagull down. I'm tired of cowboyography and the figures all go to town. They start to rain in Kentucky for the head of the whiskey road. They enter of the depot house with 40 drinks below. They winds her up and they turns around and they go to the other way. Tail or forsake shoot, them boys got drunk that day. Well, they was a head and back to camp and a pack in a mighty good boat. Who should they meet but the devil himself come prancing down the road? And the devil he said, You Rusty Jakes to the devil, going nowhere tight. No devil ever took no cow punch without one kind of fight. So Rusty Jakes punched a hole in his rope, he swang straight and true. He left it on to the devil's horns and he taken his dollies too. Now Sandy Sam was a reactor man with his gut line cold up feet. So he shakes her out and he fills him a loop and he lasts the devil's hind feet. They stretch him out and they tail him down while the handles are getting hot. But they cropped and swallowed, forked his ears and they branded him up a lot. They pruned him up, the knee horn saw top knots in his tail for a joke. Then they rode off, left him there, necked up to a blackjack oak. Though if you're ever up to siry beats and you hear one hell of a wail, you know it's that devil bellering around about them knots in his tail. You'll know it's that devil bellering around about them knots in his tail.